Keltec is a proud sponsor of the Talking Lead Podcast and the Leadhead Brigade. U.S. Gear Co. Get all the swag where we can see it. Put that in your beard. Oh, it's got a hat. No. Sticker. I'm just laughing at Evan over here. <laughs> Just like, down every like three seconds. Like, Evan, watch the road, dude. <laughs> We're gonna see him go flying through the windshield, like in a video. <laughs> He'll be upside down in a minute. <laughs> that won't be good. All right, let's do this. You guys ready to get started? Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, lead heads. Welcome back to another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. I'm your host, Lefty. And we are legicating the uneducated here at the Talking Lead Podcast. We've been doing it for 10 years, a little over 10 years now. And uh, we hope to do it for another 10 years. And it's all because of you leadheads in the Leadhead Brigade, tuning in each and every week, showing us the support, showing our sponsors the love, using those discount codes. Couldn't do it without you guys. So we we, uh, really appreciate it. We love you. And... I'm going to reward you, as you've heard in a couple of the past episodes. We've got a big giveaway that we're working on. It's uh, still in the works. I don't have a date on it yet. We're still waiting on a a couple of things to to finalize, but it's going to be nice. It's going to be a good one. We'll talk more about it a little bit later in the show. Uh, But in the meantime, go, if you haven't, subscribe to our social meds. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Share our uh, post. Share the podcast. Bring a buddy, tell a friend. Is that what they say? The Bill Gunman Gun and Knife Show. Tell a buddy, bring a friend. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> Utah, I must, must not have yeah. that in Utah. I don't know. <laughs> yes, not. So, so today we are going to continue uh, with our NRA interviews. we got a couple more we're going to drop this episode. And Isaac Dimarest with the NRA. <laughs> He is a new board member of the NRA. We had a chance to sit down with Isaac, talk about uh, his take on the NRA being a new board member, some of the challenges that he's um, uh, encountering. And uh, he used to be a former cage fighter also. So we talked a little bit about that. That's kind of cool. Also, in this this episode, we got Beth and Spencer with the Firearms Legal Protection. And they're going to talk about a program that they have that they've started, it's called Safe and Secure, which is focused on uh, children's education and firearm safety and uh, what they're doing with that. So that's a good interview that we have with Beth and Spencer. And then our good buddy Marco Vorobiv joins us again, and he brings uh, Marco Jr., his son Brendan, joins him on this. They have started a new company called Aptech, and they are going to be... Uh, bringing in some silencers to the market, some new silencers. So they're going to talk about their silencers that they're bringing to the market. And our good buddy Carrie with the with We the Female also joins us in this episode. So as we've been doing with most of our shows, we got a pre-show and we have some special guests joining us for this pre-show. And it's none other than the cameraman himself, our uh, my second staff member <laughs> for Talking Lead is Evan Floodman, ladies and gentlemen. Evan's driving, so excuse his background noise right now. Evan, welcome in. Hey, 
Hey guys, thanks for having me. Even though I'm uh, on the highway right now, I'm still stoked to be here, so thank you. Well, that's dedication right there, brother. We appreciate it. Yeah, buddy. Showing initiative. I like that. that that's why you're part of the team. That's right, that's, brother. That's right. I'll that's stay right. up to you so you'll have to hear my... Uh, my you're not bad right my, now. You're doing pretty good, so you're, you're not bad. Right, so, so I was going to let you introduce our, our other two guests that we have on here because you've been working with them a lot here recently. Mm -hmm. Uh, you, we've talked about it a little bit, and we had these guys on at um, SHOT Show, and they talked about yep. the event that they just had, and that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. So, Evan, if you would, I'll give you the honors to introduce your, your friends here. Yeah, uh, so Tyler and Jason, uh, these guys, like uh, you said, Lefty, they were on the show at, at SHOT Show talking about uh, shoot off. So these guys are with Utah Shooters and U.S. Gear Co., and uh, we are stoked to be able to have them on the show again. I know I was very happy to get them on at SHOT Show, and uh, I'm pleased to have them on back again now that uh, Shootah is, uh, you know, one more one more year down, so we can talk about one it. One more in the books. Happened. Yeah, yeah. It was just, uh, what, two weeks ago last weekend? It seemed like it was all blur. It was last really collect. <laughs> yeah, so. May 20th. Yeah, weekend before the Memorial Weekend, right? Yeah. yeah. So, Jason and Tyler, welcome back to the podcast. Great having you on. Yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely. And we want to hear yeah, uh, everything about the Utah event, uh, everything that you guys did and all the people that showed up. Uh, I hear it was a huge success, and uh, we're, we're going to talk about that. want to hear more about that. Uh, so, last episode, we... Um, we had uh, Pierce Taylor, who's a leadhead, longtime leadhead, friend of the show. He's an attorney down in Georgia. And we had Tun Jones. And today is like the final day for that pistol brace deal. As we're recording this today, it's uh, May 31st. You guys, it'll be two days later when you guys hear this, uh, when you're listening to it. But, um, you know, we I haven't really seen any, any more updates than what we talked about uh, on the last episode. Have you guys heard anything new going on? With the pistol brace uh, ruling with the ATF, any anything new develop? I mean, I just saw the injunction from uh, firearm uh, FP, FPC, and that's that's in the courts right now. So, if you're a member of that group, then you you might have some coverage. Yeah. So what they're saying is that yeah, the firearms uh, policy coalition yeah. and maximum defense so they won an injunction in texas and at the time it was unclear who was covered by the decision but uh they're saying that the named in the suit or all fpc members and maximum customers are the only ones that are covered in this injunction uh at the moment yeah so we did get a little clarity on that but uh you know but again by the time everybody's hearing this it's gonna we're all felons. We're all felons. Yeah, we're all felons anyway. Even without this, we're all felons. Uh, but there was an article in Bearing Arms. If you guys want to go check out this article, it's from uh, Tom Nightington, I believe is his name. Sorry, Tom, if I fucked your name up. Um, but uh, he's got kind of a the most recent update that I was able to find and uh, goes into some pretty good details. Uh, but... As he states in his article, you know, really the only only way that we're going to win is in this is if we can just abolish the ATF. Uh, 
you know, some people say defund. Well, no, you can't defund. You just need to do away with the ATF completely. They just need to be done away with. And the uh, NFA. NFA needs to be just disappeared. Yep. So that's agreed. That's the update that I've got on that. I know some of you guys were asking me uh, on social media there if we had any more updates, but that that's it right now. So it looks like at the at this point in time, the injunction's only for those people that are named in the lawsuit, and everybody like like um, uh, Jason said, we're all felons. <laughs> we're all going to be felons. Pretty much. Yeah. So I think they should take the bump stock ruling because this falls right in line with what they did with the bump stocks. And now, you know, that's been overturned four year four years later. So we don't really need to be going through this with the pistol braces because we've already got a clear cut decision in place with the bump stocks that this is completely unconstitutional and yeah. and not right. So I think they should just use that as their rule and just drop it. Well, that's what's interesting to me is that they chose to go ahead with the pistol brace, no, like right on the heels of the ruling and the overturning of the of the um, the bump stock bump stocks. So it's it's interesting to me that they would charge down this path. It's interesting, yeah, that they would, but it's again, they have no scruples. They have no what's the word. What's the word, Tyler? I know it's right on the tip of your tongue there as he's frozen up. <laughs> so that's the update there, uh, Leadheads. Um, I probably should have started the jack wagon train and, and made that part of it. But, uh, Gunny, go ahead and bring the train in, and we're going to do the Talking Lead Jack Wagon Train and Leadhead Brigade Heroes, and that'll give Tyler some time to try his connection. The Kiltec KSG 410 is the perfect sidekick with no kick. At just over an inch and a half wide, just over 26 inches long, and just over five pounds, you'll be hard pressed to find a more impressive 410 bore shotgun. In fact, it's the world's first and only pump action 410 bore bullpup shotgun. The side-by-side -side dual feeding tubes and one in the chamber delivers an impressive 11 round total capacity, making it as functional as it is fun. Innovation, performance, Hey, Ralph, Semper do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. All right, so Gunny has brought the train in. Train has stationed. All right, so I'll kick us off. I'll, I'll get the pace going here for our Jack Wagons. So um, I've been working with a friend of mine here lately. Uh, they've been looking at vehicles, and uh, they happen to go to... Enterprise, you got y'all have an enterprise car sales car dealers in your area, yeah. yeah. So we have one just opened up here in our town. I live in a little town here just outside of Nashville, and um, she went there, talked to them, found a, a vehicle that she she thought she was gonna like, and um, you know I'm on the phone. She's talking me through. Oh, it's got this, got that. I think it's gonna be good. They're gonna let me try it out for seven days. I was like, they're gonna let you try it out for seven days. That's awesome. I say, yeah, you should do that. You know, get a free car for seven days. Well, it turns out it's not really free. You have to buy the car. It's like you, you, you buy the car, and then after seven days, they buy it back if you're not satisfied with it. You know, so, something along those lines. Um, so that, uh, you know, kind of misleading, but 
she's like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do it anyway because I really like it and I want to try it out. So she did it. They said that they would not cash her check. They made her get a cashier's check, which was uh, red flag number one. You get a cashier's check, you know, th- then there's no way you can stop it. <laughs> so, so that was red flag number one. Uh, they told her they weren't going to cash the check. Uh, you know, they keep her car there for seven days. And, um, you know, 100%, 100% money back if she's not satisfied with it. She brings it back within seven days or doesn't put 1,000 miles on it in those seven days. So after day two, she's just like, this isn't going to work. You know, it's just, it's not big enough. It's not, not holding all my stuff, blah, 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 whatever. So she she takes it back. And she gets there, and the lady that she was working with, who changed our setting? <laughs> Probably Evan. Quit fucking around, Evan. So she changed. She uh, brought it back, and they're like, "Well, we've already cashed your check." And she's like, "What? You told me that you were going to hold it for seven days, and this is only two days after." They're like, "Well, we can't hold cash here on on the premises." He said, "Yeah, but you told me." that you weren't going to cash it. They're like, well, we're sorry. Well, she said, that's fine. Just go ahead and write me a check. And they're like, well, we can't write you a check um, today. It has to go through corporate and they have to do the, you know, the thing, blah, 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 blah. So they're giving her the runaround, you know, it's very misleading. And it's holding up her funds, obviously, because, you know, it was like a $37,000 vehicle and she can't go out and buy another one until she gets this money back now. So as of today, she's still waiting on that check from, from Enterprise. Of course, I understand it was a holiday weekend, you know, so that could be part of the holdup right there. Uh, but the whole fact that the sales lady really mis- misled her in telling her all the, you know, the things that they were going to do and what she could do, and it's just car salesmen, car dealers. I, I can't stand them, just in general, just the whole premise, because... I've never met an honest car salesman or car dealer. They're all, everyone that I've dealt with, I'm not going to say they're all that way, but everyone that I've dealt with or had an experience with through someone else, they have been shady and liars and not upfront about everything. So I am throwing specifically Enterprise Rent-A-Car in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and whoever her salesperson was, I thought it was a dude. She said it was a lady. Um she looked like a dude to me, but uh, complete jack wagons in that they were misleading uh, the customer and telling them false, you know, making false claims on on what they were going to do. So that's my jack wagon. So, that's messed up. It's completely messed up. Completely messed up. You know, I can add to that actually. Um, so I was recently in a fender bender. And I worked it out with the girl to uh, that I would take care of the the bumper and rent her a car while her car's in the shop for a few days. Um, they, the the shop gave us a quote and I was okay with it and said, okay, just bring it in for a week. We'll take care of it. So I got a quote online for Enterprise, which was right down the street. So Enterprise rent a car, same place, right down the street from where this body shop was. And the quote was like, 260 something bucks for the week and i said okay go in there uh you know show them this quote and you can get the car for the week so she went in there to get the car 
And I said, just send me the receipt and I'll Venmo you. And she said, and, and I haven't talked to her about her, to her about it yet, but I, I said, show them this quote from online and, and just have them go with this. Anyway, she sent me the receipt and there was all sorts of stuff added to it. It was like $780. Yeah. Yeah. All these, all these junk fees that they put in there too, that they don't tell you about. And that, oh, that was another thing on this enterprise thing is they have a $200 restock fee. So you get your money back minus a $200 restock fee. Bullshit. Yeah. So. So I won't be using them anymore. Because that was ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's complete. And here's another thing too that that chaps my ass. So, you know, um, uh, what's that car lot where they don't haggle? That um, what is it called? Carmax. Carmax. Yeah. So Carmax. You know, when Carmax came on the scene, you know, they're new and innovative, and it's like, hey, you know, we've got the lowest price. They're so low, we don't haggle. You know, we got no. What you see is what you pay. You know, kind of deal. And they just ruined it. They ruined it for us because. As the, you know, like anything, as time goes by, you know, their prices started to creep up, you know, as they started get, gaining a foothold and they became just like a regular dealer price, but they still didn't haggle on their prices. Now, they, you know, if it sits there so long, they'll drop the price, you know, they've got like this formula that they use, but all these other car dealers adopted their, their philosophy also. They're like, well, if they're going to do it, we're going to do it too. So... None of these cars, they're all like, here's this is our no-haggle price. This is a no-haggle price. This is, you pay this. So, you know, that was that was the, one of the few things that I enjoyed about car shopping was being able to haggle <laughs> and, you know, talk them down on the price to feel like, you know, I'm beating them and I'm getting, a, you know, a really good, a good deal. And they just, I haven't found one that does that anymore. She went to another one today and it was the same thing. It's just a regular used car lot and they're like no we don't you know this is the price this is what it is it's like but it's you know you're five thousand dollars higher than over there yeah so that's another thing so carmax uh, jack wagons for for bringing that whole mentality to the you know the one thing i enjoyed about buying a car (laughs) was the haggling it's bringing in the second and the third manager to finally get you that price that you wanted right that's right it's like feeling like you're stepping over people to get what you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to make matters even worse in the last year or two with the chip shortage and just everything with supply chain issues, you have cars going way over MSRP. Broncos, like, those Broncos you know, are doing yeah, that. Yeah, 20, 30, 40K over. I mean, crazy money for Corvettes. And, but here's the thing. Um, they wouldn't crazy. do it if people didn't pay those prices. Yeah. So people who are paying those prices are the jack wagons. Quit paying ridiculous prices for shit. I don't care how bad you want it. Don't pay the stupid price. Wait. Yeah, if you true. just wait, if you have a little, you know, delayed gratification in your life, you're going to be a lot better off instead of having to have something right fucking now. Yeah. It true. ruins it for the rest of us. Just because you can afford it, asshole. <laughs> don't rub <laughs> it in. Don't make it worse for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Great Ford point. Super, I'm glad you. Ford uh, Super Duties are the worst. The what? The Ford Super Duty trucks. You cannot find those anywhere. And if you do, they'll have sixty thousand miles, and they're five grand less than a brand new truck MSRP. Oh, I've seen I've seen used ones that are more than. You know, you could go. I mean, 
Wow. That's the thing about dealers that I don't think they're able to do yet is they can't charge more than the MSRP. But if somebody buys it and sells it back to them, then it's used and then they can sell it for whatever they want to. So, you know, they've got, oh, I'll, I'll use a, a, a gun grabber term, a loophole. <laughs> it's, yeah. There's their loophole for that. Yeah, nothing gets me more fired up than car salesmen and insurance and and shitty customer service at KFC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, that was my last uh, last week's jack wagon, KFC. What's your main insurance gripe? Uh, it's it's theft. I th- you know the the fact that they force us to have to have insurance. Um. And that the insurance companies know, again, it's a monopoly. They know you you have to have it, so they know they can charge a certain amount. And again, all the you know these fees and things, if you want this, it's going to be more. If you want this coverage, if you want to add this coverage, if you want to get this coverage, you know, like um, we, we, if you break down and, you know, they got to come get you, or if you want to get rental cars included with it, you know, it's just, it's, yeah. it's legalized theft. Insurance yeah. is same thing with life insurance, uh, health insurance. insurance. Yeah, it's health it's insurance yeah. bad, real bad, extremely so bad. I've got, the I've got family that's an ER doc, and uh, hearing about the back end of how that stuff runs, what the consumer doesn't see, will blow your mind. It'll how make that you mad. Yeah, how that whole operation works with the insurance companies to the doctors. Yeah. Uh, I mean. They're, they have to charge so much money for things because they're going to get the insurance companies are going to find any excuse to not pay the oh pay yeah for those they're going to deny pay. deny deny until yeah. you finally yeah. give up and just say it's not worth it I'll pay it yeah. and and then to get anything done these doctors have to have teams of lawyers just to plead their case and force these insurance companies to pay what they said they'd pay for their patient. It's, I mean, and that's in the back end. I think that's what's really one of the things that's really messing up that whole industry. Yeah, and again, yeah. the the treatment that a customer, because you're still a customer when you go to a doctor. I mean, I, they call it a patient, but a patient is a customer. You know, they're providing a service for you that you're paying for, and you should be treated with respect and kindness and patience. And you know, the healthcare system is the worst for customer service yeah see i don't mind insurance i i have multiple businesses and so i deal with literally every single kind of insurance you can imagine i don't mind it i just wish it was more transparent i wish we knew what we were paying for yeah i wish we were what we were getting because i've I, i've got some incredible incredible insurance people and before i found them the insurances that i had I didn't realize it, but I thought I had insurance for for some things that were very important to me in business. Yep. And I realized I didn't have insurance for those things, but I was paying for sure. something that I Yeah, that don't I get me wrong. I, I, under, I understand the importance of insurance and, and there's some of it that's not mandatory, but you know, like car insurance and you know, your home insurance, if you get a mortgage or something like that, then you gotta carry a certain amount and certain you know, certain things and course you know health insurance you can't do anything without health insurance then you just you know you'd you'd be be too unaffordable but um i you know 
insurance is important to have for for certain things, but you should be able to, again, it should be a competitive thing where these companies are competitive for your business and, you know, not all government regulated because it's all government regulated. Say, all right, you can charge this much money and they're going to charge that much money plus all those additional fees that they're allowed to charge. Unless, and, and then you never, if they would just make it an open business, not government regulated and let everybody compete for your business, then it would, it would be a lot better. It would be a lot yeah, better. You, you can pay the same dollar amount to three different companies and get three totally different right. insurances, coverages that you just have no idea what you're getting. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. fact that when you make a claim, again, it's deny, deny, deny. That's their policy. Yeah. And it's been yeah. it's been busted. They've been busted where I don't know which company it was, but somebody's operation manual was found and it's like deny it this many times. You know, and if they come back for the, you know, 10th time, then, you know, send them to somebody else. And that's the thing is yep. people get frustrated because they'll bounce you around from person to person to person to person and shouldn't have to be that way. No, agreed. Man, we opened up a can of worms, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking car yeah. dealers. Seriously. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, while we're on the topic of cars... And uh, going down the jack wagon train, let's talk about. I don't know where, I don't know how it is in the state you live, but in Utah, everything gets taxed again and again and again. So you know, if a car is sold ten times, the state's collecting ten times, right? Yeah, and that's incredibly annoying. It should just be taxed the one time, if that. Yeah, so we don't have a state income tax here, which is very nice. Um, our our like. Food and services tax tends to be a little higher than most places. It's like 9.75%. Uh, and then like each city's also got some different taxes and things like that. And yeah. I think there's like an alcohol tax here that they charge just like a city tax that I just found out about the other day. I was like, what the hell is this thing? They're like, oh, there's a new tax. There's a city. Blah, blah, blah. So anyway. <laughs> yep. That'll get you. Yeah. Tax. Tax, taxing again. You know, taxation. Theft. Jack wagons. I think that nobody there should be no income tax whatsoever. And I think this the sales tax that we, we buy we pay on goods and services is enough. That's plenty. That's plenty of taxes for everybody. Here's an idea. What if everyone had the ability to just pay ten percent of their income and they got to pick what was important to them, whether that's foreign foreign things or road infrastructure, business, right? I mean, like the, the, the wall down at the southern border, you know, defense. And that would, that would be interesting because you'd start to see a lot of the extra spending that's like a bunch of BS. Well, that's the that way would, it's supposed to work with our no representatives. Yeah, that would yeah. no longer be funded because the people speak with their – with where they want their 10% to go. Yeah. Well, that's the way it's supposed yeah, to work with our representation in the government is we hire people that, you know, represent what we want done, but that's not how it, that's not how it works either. No, no. Yeah. You know, you'd get a lot less people evading taxes too, if they could, if they could fill out a line that says exactly where those dollars go. Well, uh, that's why there should be, there should be no income tax. Should be no income tax, just tax on our goods and services and then that money goes to all these different programs. It's plenty of money already. They're making out, you know, off our 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 things we buy because, like you said, they, it gets taxed fifteen times. 
Yeah. So you buy a car and then somebody else buys that car and somebody else buys that car. Then it get you know, it just keeps getting retaxed. Yeah. Cash cash cow for the state. Yeah. So anyway, anybody else getting jack wagons? Come on, Evan. Um, yeah, I could, uh, my boy, a couple of them. Um, so one of them that I was thinking about just the other day, been helping my buddy run his smaller business and a lot of people buy stuff on his website and then they message us a few hours later saying, Hey, I don't want that anymore. I want to cancel that order, but we still have to pay like the 3% credit card fees. Uh, I don't understand why these guys are (laughs) placing these orders and then canceling them. I I feel like I've not, I don't know if I've ever actually done that before. Place an order, and then all of a sudden, I revert back. It's almost like a instant buyer's remorse. Well, they're not. Like, yeah, it's either that or they found a better deal somewhere else. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, shoot. But here's the thing. Before I buy something, I've already done my research. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I think my jack wagon is those, uh, those guys out there who are just like, you know, instantly buying things without doing the research and then. Uh, wanting a return and letting that three percent fall on fall on the small businesses, I think that's a uh, pretty frustrating to see that happen. So, a lot. can you, as a small business, can you say, all right, if you cancel your order, it's your full refund minus just like the restocking fee restocking that these fee. car dealers do. You know, you don't get your credit card processing feedback. That would probably yeah, cut I mean, a lot of it. Cut, cut a lot right. of it out if you could do that. I don't know if it's uh, legal or not. You know. One of those things that uh, it's either going to turn more customers away or, you know, hopefully stop. I don't. The, uh, I don't think it would turn anybody away. I right. think. I think it'll do. It would do just what you're wanting to, to accomplish. Is it's going to cut down on those people that are just impulse, yeah. you know, buying shit. And then it's more time for you, Evan, to be doing other tasks or, you know, be the, the yeah. business owner doing yeah. talking lead tasks. Yeah. <laughs> U.S. Gearco. In Utah. Yeah. Just, just doing in-store credit policy only, no returns. <laughs> yeah, for the 3% yeah. of your order. Right. Or for the whole thing. You yeah. can cancel it, but we'll just give you credit. Store by credit. See, I hate that, too. I hate going to, like, when I do a return, you know, in-person return, and and they're like, well, uh, we can give you in-store credit. I was like, I, I don't want in-store. I want my money back so I can go somewhere else and buy this because I – you know, or it didn't fit. Y'all don't have what I need here. You know, Unless I, it's Costco, because then you know you're going to be back. That's true. I will, I will say Costco is a good exception to that. Yeah. Because uh, you can buy anything. Yeah, still. I just, I don't like, I don't like that policy. You know, Walmart's the same. I mean, I probably go to Walmart twice a, you know, twice a week sometimes. And I know I'm going to go back, but at the same time, I still want my money back and to be able to use it however I want to use it. You know, I don't want to be forced to have to. Now they're forcing you to use those dollars at at their store. No, I, I appreciate I appreciate your sentiment. Yeah, yeah. But I just know I'm going to blow another four hundred dollars next week at Costco. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that's fine, and and I probably would too, you know. But again, it's just the fact that it's my money. I want my money back to do with it what I want to do with it. It's so. like that commercial. It's my money, and I want it now. Yeah, JG <laughs> Wentworth. <laughs> At J.G. Wentworth, we say get cash now for your structured settlement. J.G. Wentworth? Cash now? It's your money. Use it when you need it. J.G. Wentworth is right. It's my money and I need it now. 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 
It's my money, and I need it now. It's your money. Use it when you need it. Call 866-386-3102. 866-386-3102. That's a blast from the past. Yeah, I, I just saw one of those commercials like a couple of months ago. And I don't know if it was a recycled one. I don't know if that dude's still alive or not, but J.G. Wentworth. We could all reenact it just popping in the side of our screens. <laughs> we could. <laughs> <laughs> My money, I want to know. And he's, he's like Stan Lee. He's in all his commercials, that J.G. Wentworth guy. I didn't know that. Yeah. He's like a bus driver in this one that I saw. He was the bus driver. He was funny. What a legend. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is anybody else? Any, any more jack wagons? No. Okay. I mean, I can go on. No, sir. So let's get into I mean, our heroes. So nice. <laughs> let's do some heroes. And uh, you know, we're coming off Memorial Weekend week uh, holiday, Memorial holiday, and um, you know, we we honored our our fallen men and women last episode, and uh, our active duty men and women. They're always. Lead head brigade heroes. They're always on the the uh, we call it lead force one guys. So we got the jack wagon train, and then we got lead force one for our heroes. Hey, can I add something? Yeah, you you, you brought that up. So I, I've got another jack wagon that's related to what you were just going into. Okay, and this is something that it's a little controversial, I guess you could say. Uh, if, if you're okay with that, absolutely. We're we're all I'm about just that. Go ahead and say it. So. Gay Pride Month is June 1st, right? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Memorial weekend is the weekend before. So my Jack Wagon shout out goes to the people who put the gay pride flags in their yard for Memorial Day weekend, with, but they don't put an American flag in their yard. I'm there just going to throw that out there because nice. uh, I feel like, you know, you see these people put it up almost it just it's almost like a jab at Memorial Day weekend. Like, hey, just give it a couple more days, like do your gay pride thing, but like let's like let's throw the American flags out for Memorial Day weekend or throw both of them out for Memorial Day weekend. Whatever, do your thing. But the people I, I, I know some people personally that uh, seem to have put their their Pride Month flags out for Memorial Day weekend without an American flag as well. And that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I'm just going to go ahead yeah, and say it should. That. Yeah, it absolutely should. Right. I, I agree with it's that. It's because of those men and women that they have the right to do exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly. So, so like, do 100% your thing, agree. like, add the American flag as well. That's all I got to say. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So, Here. mine, keeping on that same thing, that's why I brought up you know, Memorial Day weekend. You guys may have heard about this, but in San Clemente, California, the uh, Marines that got beat by this mob. So this is from. Let's see where my. I just pulled up uh, the first one I found here. A uh, story by Miranda Saja. I don't know. Teens who beat up Marines Memorial Day weekend arrested police say. Nine teenagers suspected in the Memorial Day weekend beating of three Marines near San Clemente Pier were arrested Tuesday, the Orange County Sheriff's Department reported. The OCESD said that four boys uh, were booked. They, don't even, they put books. Four boys were booked into Orange County 
There's no editing in articles these days anymore. Jack wagons. Yeah. Into Orange County Juvenile Hall for assault with a deadly weapon, non-firearm. San Clemente Mayor Chris Duncan also told the Los Angeles Times four additional minors were arrested on other charges. The brawl started at 9.15 Friday near the pier at the end of Avenida Del Mar. Uh, while it was unclear how many people attacked the men, there was a mob. I've seen the video. There was just a mob of them. They were just kicking them and beating them, and it was ridiculous. Now, I have no idea what started it, and this article's not going to go in and and uh, say what So I don't think it says. It says, the group, let's see, one Marine told CBST the crowd was setting off fireworks, and when some debris hit him in the face, he asked the group, group to move on. One of the teens took a swing at the back of the victim's head, and the Marine turned around and charged at his attacker, which set off the crowd, he told the station. Uh, the group then circled the two Marines and began punching and kicking them using racial slurs and expletives, he said. A neighbor recorded the incident. Uh, the brawl appeared to come to an end after a man and a woman stepped in. You know, finally somebody stepped in after these jack wagons are sitting there with their phones just videoing it, telling the group to stop. So... Um, the barbaric assault on the uh, off-duty Marines at San Clemente Pier goes against everything we stand for in San Clemente, and it's no excuse that teenagers were involved, Duncan told the Times. I want to assure our community, especially our military and veteran community, that we take this matter with the utmost seriousness and will not tolerate this kind of behavior in our city. The fact that the incident occurred over Memorial Day weekend is particularly tragic. So, jack wagons right there, these punk kids. Of course, I wasn't there. I don't know what started. I don't know how it actually started. But three Marines against, you know, this whole pier full of of punks beating up on our Marines. Now, I don't know if they they weren't in their uniforms. So, I, don't, I mean, who knows if they knew they were Marines or not. But anyway, just the whole fact that you got 50 people beating on three, it's that's just ridiculous. That's not even fair. Yeah, it's crazy that people are still just willing to pull out their phone and start recording. It reminds me of that uh, Seinfeld episode. It's like the one of the final episodes where they're just like they're filming that guy getting beaten and then they end up in prison because of it. I mean, that was, you know, Seinfeld back in like what late 90s or something. But yeah, it was Seinfeld. everybody wants to uh, get that Instagram or that TikTok views. So yeah. that's what they're after. So I know we're doing heroes, but I had to throw those jack wagons. I forgot about those jack wagons. My heroes are Justin and Spencer, who came over and worked on my pool today in the pouring rain. So, those two guys, real American heroes. Real American heroes. Justin <laughs> and Spencer with Hunt Pools. Appreciate nice. you guys. Thanks for the hard work. You better come back and finish it. <laughs> no, they will. <laughs> what about you guys? You got heroes? Yeah, yeah, I got one. Um, so I just wanted to shout out all of the uh, staff at Shootaw. Those guys rocked it, especially the ones who showed up Friday, worked through the night, the ones who stayed the night there. Um, so a couple guys like Adon and JD. Uh, there's a few more, uh, like Kevin. So those guys really powered through, really helped out. I mean, it would not have been possible with all of those guys. Um, and obviously these two right here, Jason and Tyler. But uh, 
it's always important to have those uh those extra hands on deck to do what needed to get done so those are those are my heroes nice what about you jason i mean on the same track of <clears throat> heroes of shootah uh there was a particular local company that that steps up every year and this year they stepped up huge um to to help make sure that that shootah was a success and that's uh r tactical and so a little you know shout out to them uh rudy is he's just got a huge heart he's a he's a veteran um and uh has a lot of a lot of uh passion to providing people safe and fun experiences around firearms and uh you know especially around kids when we do kids events he's always right there to help us but you know it was a I think this event was was a, a lot of success, you know, from his uh, from his help and his. I mean, he shut down a store and brought out probably thirty staff to nice. create a really amazing experience for people. Um, and uh, shout out to you, Rudy, 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 Rudy Rabbit, Rudy Rabbit, <laughs> Rudy so the man. It's one hero. Yeah. How about you, Tyler? Uh, I'll throw two out there. Uh, it's my wife's birthday today, so I'm just going to throw her out there. She's a hero of mine. Um, hey, kid, I hear it's your birthday. Happy birthday to you. She's a rock star. She puts up with my businesses and hobbies, and and she takes care of three crazy kids. And and uh, you know, at the end of the day, she she's a mom bear. She does what has to get done. And so she's she's amazing. Caitlin, love you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, uh, Caitlin. <laughs> um, if for, for all of you who came to Shootah or saw it on social media, I just want to say none of that. I, I mean, my wife and I started it, started putting it into what it was years ago. But Jason right here is the freaking man. He has worked literally seven months nonstop, full time, you know, 50 plus hour weeks to make Shootah happen. And it would be. I mean, it, it just, it, there's no way it would be even close to what it is without Jason. He's, he deserves a lot more credit than he gets to put, put together Shootah. So I'm going to throw Jason in there as a hero too, because he, nice. and he, he really pulled it together this, this year with, you know, yeah. with, with Evan as our, our, our kind of general manager of the, the day of and the logistics and everything. And, uh, you know, between both of them, it was just amazing. But Jason's been working tirelessly getting more gray gray hairs from it than i'm sure he cares to admit and uh i mean it, it was it was amazing this year it was amazing and and uh well, we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about we're going to yeah. get into these interviews uh first and then we're going to come back uh lead heads on the tail end and you're going to hear all about this year's shootah out in utah introducing our new belly band holster whether you're hitting the gym or running a quick errand, our belly band is one of the most comfortable and safest ways to carry your firearm. The center section allows you to carry most common pistols. Left or right-handed, this has you covered. A hard laminate trigger shield protects the firearm's trigger from unwanted intrusion, giving you ease of mind while carrying every day. Two elastic sleeves give you the flexibility to carry other everyday items, such as spare mats, flashlight, knife, or pepper spray. Two zippered pockets run on both sides, 
offering the option to carry smaller items such as money, cards, or keys. Flush fit on your lower back or waist, easily keeping your setup discreet no matter how you choose to carry. Utilizing 3D spacer mesh, these channels allow for exceptional and efficient airflow, giving you maximum comfort and keeping you cool. Carry whenever you want, how you want, with our new belly band holster. Available now. Go to missionfirsttactical.com, use the code LEADHEAD for an exclusive listener-only 20% discount. Shot show. That's <laughs> it. Shot show a minute ago. Uh, here at the beautiful Caltech booth, don't you think their booth is like so gorgeous? But awesome. we're missing something. Well, we're missing a person. We are missing. Missing some eye the, candy. The, the VIP. Some eye candy. The Chadron. <laughs> yeah, he wiped out again. Wipe out. On his motorcycle, the third one, I believe. In like two he years. said third and done, but three, he's not. Three he and won't. done. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I would have learned after the first once he one. Gets to, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, once he gets feeling better, yeah, he'll be back on him. <laughs> so, uh, Beth, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while. It's been a long while. It's been a long, long while. So uh, tell everybody where you've been, what you've been doing. Hiding. For like, what, 10 years? I don't know. It's been like four it, at least. Five. I mean, I've, I've been around, but I've just tried to go behind the scenes now, just working. I'm working with firearms legal protection, still doing the marketing and try to lay low. Okay. Well, you're, you're out now, so you're not low anymore. And you brought us some friends. We've got some friends. So we've introduce got, your friends. So we've got Spencer, which is one of our regional managers with Firearms Legal Protection. And we got a new best bud over here, which is <laughs> Isaac. And he is uh, one of the NRA board of directors, one of our good guys. Very cool. Try to bring are new you, direction. Are you a new board member? I am a newish board member. I new-ish. was the uh, 76 board member last year and okay. got reelected this year. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. So how is it for you? Is it everything you'd hoped it'd be and more? Uh, so I never hoped for it. Uh, so <laughs> if uh, we're... I wouldn't wish this on anybody. <laughs> right, I'm like, no, I, I got into this. Uh, somebody had asked if uh, I'd be interested. And some of the guys I was training and shooting with said, hey, there's not anyone like us on the board. Please say yes yeah and so i ran i failed miserably and so i campaigned and got on as the 76th and after a year uh, i learned an awful lot and i learned that i'm probably needed on that board yeah so i ran again got elected and i'm gonna keep running and trying to get elected there you go um, to to be the person that we need so tell us a little bit about your background uh so from a personal side i mean i make my living as a financial planner and okay. um, I spend uh, probably about 200 I wouldn't have guessed hours. that looking at you. So, I would think that you probably sparred with Andre. Uh, <laughs> put myself through college as a cage fighter. Oh, there so, you, did you really? Yeah. So you're not joking. No, I'm not joking. No, not at all. <laughs> I tried to challenge him to a leg wrestle. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Mistake. going on afterwards. Like, <laughs> it's like so. your, your, ba- your leg is twice the size of her. So, yeah. Uh, no, I enjoy uh, fighting. When I got a little too old to do the fighting, started taking up a lot more gun training, and I probably spend about 200 hours a year um, taking training from various schools. Okay, traveling around the country. Yeah. Okay. What uh, What's the most recent one that you attended? Uh, I literally. Say. Oh no, absolutely! I took uh, gun foo from Tactical Response. Okay. I literally left 
that class on Monday night. Yes, and uh, James is a good friend of mine. Um, got Same home here. Yeah. about one o'clock in the morning. Worked on Tuesday and then left on Wednesday for the NRA. <laughs> so. So you've been busy. I've been busy. Busy, busy, busy. <laughs> so, um, Spencer. Yep. I got it. There you go. Got it right. So tell us who you're with. Uh, same company as Beth Firearms Legal Protection. Uh, just a regional manager. Uh, just trying to go around the country, help people, you know, build a business, do a, help with a little bit of marketing, but most importantly, protect people after they protect themselves with the whole financial burden afterwards. Very good. Very good. I like that. So how did you get involved with the firearms legal protection? Yeah, so my father, Terry Johnson, he's a pretty big attorney out there in Michigan. Um, pretty much recognized as the gun attorney out there. Okay. Um, so, of course, growing up as with a house full of guns and seeing all the criminal backgrounds. So you've and stuff been like exposed that. to it from day one. Yeah, like ever since I can walk. So, you know, most people got a bottle in their hand as a kid. Right. And I was looking at guns and just <laughs> wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, ready to just take on the world. Um, going through college, FLP started up. And I came home, and the president at that time was like, what do you do? What do you go going to school for? So, you know, sales and business marketing. He's like, you want a job? Yeah, I'll take well, one. Sure. Yep. So <laughs> they had a couple of ranges out there in uh, the Kalamazoo area and uh, graduated nice. and grew up to an area manager, then a regional manager role. And No cage fighting for you because you look like you could be a cage fighter too. So <laughs> I did train for a couple of years in Virginia, just some way tied back in high school. Didn't do the whole cage fighting thing, but um, I played a bunch of sports, but... Cage fight was pretty fun for me. Yeah, yeah. Spencer I might need like to like rent fun. a booth <laughs> right. next next year and just have like a cage and just yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna set yeah. up some bets and right. <laughs> All right. So Ohio has uh, Craig Douglas's ECQC class coming okay. up pretty soon. You got to get your uh, tail down there. Yeah. And, um, Come out of retirement. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Bring the gloves back so. out. Now, now, one thing I wanted you to talk about, let's let's talk about the safe and secure. We're talking about FLP. Let's, okay. let's talk about safe and secure. Yeah, safe and secure is really interesting. Uh, as you know, in Detroit, it's definitely, uh, I'm not going to say too rough, but it's a different side of things out there. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of people have some firearms that they probably shouldn't have, and when people have firearms they shouldn't have, that means it's a lack of training, right? So a lot of the parents just have guns lying around the house, and I got tired of seeing news stories of five, six, and seven-year-olds being curious, finding guns, and yeah. harming themselves or a brother or a sister, so I decided to take action. Uh, so I pretty much created a curriculum, and long story short, it's a 30-minute slide show for the kids and teach them about gun safety, and then we take the kids on the range and actually take that curiosity away. Uh, but my favorite thing about that is when the kids go on the range, I make the parents stay back. Uh, we hand out free gun locks. We educate the parents. Uh, we give discounts on safes and locks and things like that, and you know, if I save one life, I'm, I can sleep better at night. Spencer, that is awesome. Yeah, yeah I appreciate that's what that. Responsible and how long ago did you start that? Actually, about two years ago, so it's still that's pretty so new. pretty new. Yep, uh, a nice. lot of media attention out there. A couple people want to take it on in different states, so we're looking at that right now. And it's not about the money for me. I, I charge these kids, well, the parents well, obviously about, not, yeah. yeah five yeah. bucks a kid just to make sure. If I do it for free, you know, nobody's going to show up. But five bucks, you put a little skin in the game. Yep, a little skin in the game, and... I get them pizza and get a whole bunch of candy bags so I can get them all sugared Dude, up back to the parents. $5 for pizza? I'm there. <laughs> right? <laughs> they get juice, candy. I um, think they're charging like 20 bucks for a slice. <laughs> around here. Yep. T-shirts, lanyards, rubber bands. And even after they, can, they complete the course, they get their own little certification too. And it actually works out because the instructors that volunteer to help out, all those parents who've never taken a CPL class, they end up signing up and we're helping save lives. So I'm happy with that. Man, you're doing the Lord's work. Thank I'm you. I'm trying. That's that awesome. Is. So yeah. you got a website. You got a social media that people can Yeah, the website is uh, safeandsecureproject.com. 
Um, we got another event coming up at the end of April, and we're going to try to push them out in May in the Detroit area. Okay. And uh, if anybody listening wants to reach out, please feel free to do on the email. Absolutely. And give that email. Nationwide. Give that email one more time. Uh, it's the safeandsecureproject.com. If you scroll down to the bottom to the contact us, we'll be contact. Able to, yep. Okay. And you, you said you're on the social media too? Nope, not right not there. Yet. Not yet. Okay. Got to help them out with I'll that. I'll help. Yeah, you know, Beth doesn't love me, man. I don't get any attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you got to look at me. <laughs> so we are at the NRA annual meeting here in Indy. Which number is this? Uh, 152. The 152nd. That's a lot. I've been here since the first one. You have not. <laughs> you know, certainly just really not. well. <laughs> so what's, you being a new board member, too, uh, what's maybe one of the most shocking realizations that you made in getting in, you know, to yeah. the group, so to speak? So really there were two. Uh, the first was how many different programs the NRA has. Like, I really didn't realize just how many extensive programs the NRA has. I've made comments to some of them like, hey, we need to get more of this out yeah. uh, because there's a lot of things for a lot of people. The second was anyone that complains about the NRA doesn't realize just how important uh, the, their influence is over our political process. Yeah. You know, everyone says, well, you know, this group is suing and this group is suing. And I'm like, you know what? If NRA doesn't get the conservative judges in, you can have all the lawsuits you want. They're not going to get heard and they're not going to get won. And that was maybe one of the most important or shocking things I learned. <laughs> Say, so keep going. Yeah. So that part really reinforced uh, my commitment to the NRA was. You know, I belong to a lot of other Second Amendment organizations, and I support them because I'm a big uh, Second Amendment fan. See, but that is that is a that is a great example right there. Is is what we preach to our, our listeners is that there's all these amazing organizations out there that are two A, and you don't have to do just one, right? You know, or if you don't agree with one, there's other ones out there yep. for you. Yep. You know, so that's great that you being a board member of NRA are also members of other organizations. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's there's different personalities in this world. Not everyone is for every person. Right. Um, really, the probably the realization I came to is we need the NRA. We need that influence in our political process. Maybe the NRA isn't going after that lawsuit that you really want. Um, I remember someone said, well, do you really think every person should be entitled to a tank? I'm like, absolutely. And, uh, yeah. So <laughs> a thousand percent. I kind of do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you also got to choose your battles. Right. And that's, you know, I got some uh, askew glances, but um, so that's how pro AI am is, hey, if Spencer can afford the F-22, you ought to have one. Absolutely. But, uh, Absolutely. you know. If but we're, we're, not, friends, but we, we're friends, though. Like, we get to we, Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> got to learn how to fly, though. <laughs> hey, we're going to figure that out. We'll <laughs> cross that bridge when we get to it's it. It's just like when you own a fire. You got to be a responsible jet fighter owner yep exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> so yeah that was probably the two biggest uh, realizations is, no? yeah you know i mean that's why i ran uh, for election again and why i'm a uh, very pro nra what is one of the biggest changes that you're hearing from you know i don't know do you call them constituents or yeah. members i guess just members because you don't represent like a certain area. Or no, it's not like it's just, you, uh, remember, you represent all. We represent members. everyone. Although I do encourage. What's one of the people. biggest, you know, things that you're hearing from them that they want either changed or they're not agreeing with? 
probably the biggest thing that I hear that they want changed is the NFA. Um, a lot of the Abolished, guys. Abolished, not changed. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. that, that's exactly it. They're like, no NFA. I mean, I do a lot of shooting and training with a lot of uh, really cool toys. And the guys that I run around with, they don't want to jump through those hoops. I don't want to jump through those hoops. And uh, so that's probably the biggest uh, change that they're advocating for. Yeah. Probably the biggest one that won't change yeah. either. <laughs> Especially when you just add one accessory. And now all of a sudden, it's an NFA. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, I love the... a certain uh, link. Or, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love you history. Put a, you, you put a grip on it. Yeah. Now now it's... Now illegal. you got to pay $200. Or it's a, the Do direction not. that the grip's going. Oh, yeah. 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 So... Barrel length. I mean, come on. Like, literally. The reason why uh, we have the 16 and a half inch on rifles, and it's still 18 inches on shotguns, is when the guns were coming back from World War II, they were all 16 and a half inches. Right. And they were, every, every veteran became a felon. They're like, oh, crap, we better change this NFA to make it 16 and a half. Right. I'm like, if it's that arbitrary and stupid, let's just abolish that. But how much, how much money are we wasting on, on, on that legislation for them to control it? Just get rid of it. Yeah. And, then, I, and I focus agree. on what, what the actual problem is. Yeah. So on the flip side of this, what are some of the positive things that you're hearing that you know people are like, yeah, you're doing a really good job in this, and you know, keep, yeah. keep that up? So uh, probably two of them, uh, our youth movement, getting more youth involved in our firearm culture right. and making kind of the NRA literally more of a family organization. You know, get out and do more of these family activities with firearms. Yeah. Uh, that would absolutely be one of them. And then the other, um, we are probably the largest provider of school security assessments and you know the NRA is doing a phenomenal job with that so explain that to me what that program yeah. or service is so the NRA actually has a program where security consultants will go into a school identify the issues and actually help identify the remedies to harden that particular area to make our schools a safer place we actually try to provide that training. Uh, we do provide it for free. We try to provide it on a governmental basis, and they turned it down. Oh, of course. Wow. Um, of course they did. So, but that <laughs> and I'm is, sure it wouldn't matter what what party was in. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah they, don't want to touch it. Yeah, they don't want to touch that. It's just taboo so topics nowadays. No. Right. Yeah. But, so. it, again, it's, the, it's, it, it's so easy to point out all these other places that they have security and that they have hardened that why you know if, if this is what you're considering our most precious resource in america why is a football stadium more secure than mm -hmm. a school why is it why is a prison more secured absolutely yeah, i mean what's the than thing my kids what's the yeah. thing you about you don't want to get sense? beth on the tangent it's not common right <laughs> Uh, I think I think the the prison and the schools could maybe be like hand in hand the same. Right. You got to keep them in, but why are they more secure? People are saying, God, I, keep keep them them right. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what. You're, I get. But if you look at something like you know Protecting. again, that's just an entertainment value. You look at you know sports. Right. You look at football. You look at baseball. You look at the bank. Any any of the just our frivolous actions is like we put more money into making those places safe than our most precious commodity in America. Our future. Right. That, that, that's our future. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. But you're, that you're, argument, that you, you, 
you don't hear that. Why are they not arguing that with? And why well, do they even need to argue it? So one of the shouldn't, uh, even, be, shouldn't even be an argument. Oh, I agree. Harden the schools. Hey, you want to talk about something shocking? Um, when I went on the NRA board and I was talking about, hey, why aren't we getting some of these messages out? I uh, learned that the NRA has essentially been deplatformed. Like there's, there are they've lost their ear. They've lost their ear. There's one uh, media company. There's one news company that will take NRA money. It doesn't Newsmax? matter. Uh, it's actually uh, <laughs> Fox will occasionally take our advertising. Fox? Yep. Really? That's surprising. Very. So, and I mean, everyone else They're just the blue CNN. Right. And nobody it's, wants to touch it. Yeah. Again. So, you know. Newsmax would. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, probably. I don't, I don't, watch I don't talk in Leadwood. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for that. I you don't know? talk in Leadwood. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> no, I've been quickly learning something. In our about 10 years it. of doing this, I think you might be the second representative from the NRA that we've had on. Okay. On the Who podcast, else did you have on Tim. Uh, I don't know. It's been it's been years ago. Anytime you want me, if you years want to ago. talk about guns, you want to talk about training, you want to talk about the NRA or the lunacy Absolutely. of our country. I'm Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So, so we're gonna we're gonna exchange info here. Spencer and I will get together. We'll be sipping bourbon while we do this over the. Oh, yeah. uh, okay, like that. Yeah, it's very refreshing hearing somebody with just a lot of that passion and dedication in their voice. You hear some people talk about it, but. Just sitting down here with you and just really listening to that passion and hearing you really want to make a change is very nice, man. Yeah, doing a great job. Too. Appreciate it. And I hope you're going around to other like podcast media sources and so first time. I mean, work. I kind of threw him on the spot. Today. Well, we yeah. actually just met. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, this is uh, my third friends. podcast right. uh, this weekend, and well, there you go. I'm, I'm elated. So very good. Well, I will be available. You are welcome back here anytime, and like you said, I hope the invitation is open for me to reach out to you and please, if we need to get a you know a perspective on things and I'm more than maybe happy calm to. people down a little bit, you yeah. know, and to get their panties in a while. I, I'm, no I'm just excited that we have. I wear panties too. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not touching that one. It's uh, so silly. I, <laughs> I'm just excited that we have a, a new direction. I know I've, a lot of people have lost faith in the NRA and in the board, so seeing someone like stand your ground and, and fight for, yeah. fight for us and, and, and take that hit because, you know, there's people like, oh, you work with the NRA. Well, I mean, I'd like to see somebody try to You mentioned the constituency. Me, the one thing I want, <clears throat> like, not everyone has the time or the availability to be on the board. I get that. Everyone has their own commitments. Sure. However, I would love more constituents to reach out to any board member that they can find that may be close to them, tell them your concerns, tell them what you want, get your voice heard because we are representing you. I can go to a board meeting and say, hey, Spencer and Beth, this is what they want. It may not be what I want, but they want this and they're part of our constituency. And so, you know, I'm I'm open to hearing those things. Yeah. I think one one of my biggest like sayings and, and everything that I've worked in the industry is like if not me then who so i see that with your mentality your mentality obviously you we've known mm-hmm. each other for a long time so but some when, people's mentality is not me you <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i mean that's kind of me but that's why i do good in marketing but like well, i i i'm making the connections but, I'm, but at I'm least you're pushing and promoting and you know lighting fire under people's butts you know so that's good too there's ways you can help you know you don't always but, have to be the outspoken 
you know, that's why I went, I went behind the scenes. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You're that little <laughs> spark on the ass to get you going, you know, keep you motivated, <laughs> keep things rolling. But I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to see a new direction for the NRA. So. Well, thank you, Beth. Yeah. So do you think it's going to go in a new direction? We're going to yeah. make it. I understand you feel that way, but we're as <laughs> What do you think? So the NRA is a cruise ship. And when a cruise ship needs to change direction, it's not making a 180 degree turn. It's gonna be small increments, but yeah, we're going in the right direction. Okay. Um, we're gonna be- So you're, you're actually seeing positive, I'm not gonna say change, but you're actually seeing positive movement. Let's put it this way. The NRA now takes uh, Silencer Co's uh, advertising. The NRA is now, uh, they were one of the first people to file the lawsuit um, on the pistol braces. You know, we're making progress in those areas. And so, yeah, no, we're going in the right direction. And look, I'm what, 30 years younger than the uh, average NRA member? So <laughs> we're, we're making- Now we're talking about it. We're, we're making positive direction, so. <laughs> so are you seeing that, um, so you're kind of the new guard, I guess you would call it. Um, we're getting more and more of the new that's pushing the old out. So what's the ratio, would you say, from... Oh, th those are things that will uh, get me on the outs if I talk okay. about them. Okay. And so, <laughs> Not touching that one either. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, still out of balance is he's, what you're right. saying. He said he's new-ish. He's not all the way new, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, if you want someone like me continuing to represent you, let's uh, keep But me, here's uh, the thing. <laughs> you get voted in. Right. By the members. Right. Correct. Okay, so. But your name ends up on the ballot by the board. Yes. Oh. There's still a lot of bylaws. That needs to change. But there's a lot of bylaws protecting a lot of things. Yeah. So it's yeah, always yeah. like a. Bylaw, schmylaw. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we appreciate what you're doing. Hey, thank you. I mean, it takes a lot of courage and time commitment, and I'm sure you have a family. And I do. I've got a lovely this wife. This takes a lot of time. Beth he's, is. He's uh, got a lovely, a lovely wife that I owe her a drink and a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> I, I stole her away. We haven't even met yet. I was like, it's okay. Explain to your wife. We got to go do this show. That's why I was doing a the Lord's late. work. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Both of you are. Spencer, Isaac, Beth. Thank you guys so much for being on the Talking Late Podcast. Yeah. You're welcome back anytime. Thank you. And we're gonna us. we're gonna exchange uh, contact info. So we're gonna perfect get you guys on some future episodes. I appreciate it. Thank you. Love Thank it. you very much. And I didn't run out this time. You didn't. <laughs> you stayed right here. You did good, girl. <laughs> so, more coming from the 2023 NRA here in Indy from from Caltech. Oh, Caltech. Yeah. I said from Indy's. the Caltech. From Caltech. I was gonna say the headquarters here at the Caltech. All right, Leadheads, we are back at the 2023 NRA here in Indy, and this is day two, and it's a crowded day. Having a good day. Got a lot of great interviews for you Leadheads, and joining us for this round of interviews, again, he needs to be my co-host. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. Marco Vorbeck, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, hey, hey. Just when you thought he had, had given you every bit of information and nugget that you could possibly need, he's got more. He's, he's going to hit do. us with with something just completely different, out of the ordinary, than what you're used to from Marco. Uh, but to help him do this, he's brought in his partner. Introduce your partner. Yeah, this is the Vorobiev number two. Number hey, two. hey, how's it going? What's up, number two? <laughs> hey, hey, I, I, I either go by number two or you can call me Brendan. 
or or Mini Marco. <laughs> sure <Is> thing. <laughs> Can't call him Mini. Can't call him Mini. <laughs> though. It's the opposite. I, I don't beat him anymore because I know that I can't win. So <laughs> he is. Uh, Surely you didn't teach him everything, you know. <laughs> no, no, I kept something. Uh, my a couple pocket, extra yeah. moves, just to, yeah, just in case. But this guy is uh, is awesome. And he, li- he lifts things up and puts them down. Let's put it that way. If he wants to. Yeah. Well, he does it every day. <laughs> he doesn't have to if he doesn't want to. But he's also. Nobody's making him do nothing. He's also a consummate professional when it comes down to uh, firearms. Very knowledgeable. Have you got him on the, the East German exercise regime? <laughs> Some kettlebells or something. <laughs> ketamine. <laughs> ketamine. Ketamine and kettlebells every Sunday. Oh, he's half Russian, so it's... Well, there you go. Throwing flower sacks. Yeah. <laughs> and that other lovely voice that you hear is none other than Carrie with We the Female. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate you. It's It's been a couple months. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a, a half since a second. Show. Yeah. Since we had you on, but we're glad to have Lots you back. Lots happened since then for us. It has. It has. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that. Before we get into that, Carrie, we got uh, we got to get to Marco here because he's got another appointment he's got to get to. So, Marco, uh, hit the lead heads with this, this new awesomeness that you are presenting yeah, we, we're very excited about this. Um, we spoke earlier about us getting involved in the small gun distribution, and right. uh, of course I do the classes and stuff, and that's kind of that's how it rolled, rolled around. But uh, during COVID, um, Brendan kind of suggested that we start our own company um, doing um, all the fun stuff. Like okay. A, like, a, you know... Silences, for example. There you go. Silencers are always fun. Right. And we're about to launch the, you know, our company called AppTech. And uh, we're out of Michigan. And we're about to uh, launch our new line of uh, suppressors. And oh, silencers, I should say. Silencers, suppressors. Everybody knows what you're talking <laughs> right. about. Right. And, um, you know, I mean, everybody and his mother makes them. Cans. Now. Yeah, cans. Everybody... Everybody can. Everybody make, can make, make a, can. a can. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, seriously, this line of suppressors is actually unusual in the way. I mean, first of all, besides the performance, which is outstanding performance, it comes out of requirements of the actual military and uh, partially was developed by the uh, Oak Ridge National Labs. Uh-huh, in Knoxville. Yeah. And... Uh, they actually 3D printed the Department of Energy. Can you believe the Department of Energy, ladies and gentlemen, I cannot are getting involved with suppressor making? I cannot confirm or deny any of that. Sure, sure, sure. But anyway, they all 3D printed out of uh, the Inconel Seven Eighteen. Right, they're mining in the, in the mountains of Mars, southern part of the Mars. You know, with the te- driving around in. Uh, Tesla. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, you, so uh, you're able to acquire some of that? Uh, well, so every once in a while we get right. a spaceship come down. But. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the the biggest thing is that its uh, ability to dispense the heat. Obviously, and I already mentioned the performance uh, decibel-wise um, and uh, the weight per size. Yeah, the weight per, per size per, was because it seemed like they got the bigger they got, the lighter they got. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so and it is it is a 3D printed. So there's a 
Um, it's all one, like an old one piece. There's a auger, like a helical coil inside. Right. And it's a uh, blow forward, I guess, a blow through design that doesn't overgas you when you are using it in a mm -hmm. prolonged time, as well as it requires minimal maintenance. So, and because um, that's key with a, a suppressor, because people don't tend to clean their yeah, suppressors and, and the guns, let alone their suppressors. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, and right here we have like four four models represented. Right here we have yep. the lightest one that weighs only uh, four, six, six ounces. Six ounces is a Bantam. Yeah, we got the Bantam. This is basically a you could call it a five five six K can, only six ounces. I mean, it looks like the size of a push pop um it's full auto rated it is uh just an absolutely amazing can they put it on a full auto saw the barrel was drooping down before this thing was even caused it caused no problem we actually have it on our uh, select fire m4 and i've been uh, demoing it for a while and i don't even shoot it semi-auto i always shoot full this auto. fit on this uh yeah yes, it would. One, one half by 28 threaded on there so Pioneer Arms has come out with a an adapter, uh, your 7.62 AK. That's a 5.56. Mm. Ready? They have an adapter that you can uh, put on. It will replace the slant brake. Right. Yep. But but, um, but just kind of getting ahead of ourselves here. Oh, okay. Our next model would be actually AK designated models. 14 by one with uh, 24 mil in the near future. Yeah. But this will fit on this one. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. Of course it will. Yep. So, and so, so I can rock this thing going forward. Right. Absolutely. So, so obviously for the size and the weight of it and the performance is outstanding. However, you know, it's not <laughs> what we call the Hollywood quiet. So it's a OSHA regulated, <laughs> uh, a hearing safe yep. level. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not going to go into gun battles and stuff but it's important right. to uh, hear the commands and so on and so on and also you know but the whole purpose you know uh, for a suppressor is it's hearing protection for for, for it, the civilian market you if know? there was a gun part that made perfect sense right that's a silencer for everybody to have for yeah. everybody to have would be a silencer yeah. right so the yep. resistance from the uh, the you know whatever from overlords is just mind-boggling yeah it just lends itself and so nice they make it so hard for people to protect their hearing <laughs> right and then uh you know we've touched on it once before but the heat dissipation on this can is unlike anything else on the market i mean you can touch this thing very shortly after firing Fighting. mag dumping i mean it absolutely blows my mind uh I mean, and how how is that what what's the technology behind your dissipation is that's, there, that's, is that that's the material secret inconel 718 well the, the mars the, the super alloy that's in here it's uh i mean it's a rock well of 78 while mm -hmm. dissipating heat faster than any any other material being used for suppressors it's kind of mind-blowing um really <laughs> it's just everyone should just try it <laughs> you should just try it yeah, yeah. Let's just try it the only way to really find out is to is to try it yourself. Yeah, right. and so from 5.56, we have the full size, um, which is the Badger, and this thing is absolutely rock solid on uh, suppression, noise noise suppression. Uh -huh. um, from there, we move on to... So these you can direct thread onto your... AR. Your AR barrel. Right. One, one half by 28 threads. So you don't need an adapter or anything like that? No, nope, 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 just direct. right on. Uh, nice. From here, we move on. We have a 30 cal line as well. We have the Strix, 
Yeah. Um, this right here is a you know full size, just absolute Hollywood quiet 30 cal can. And it's called a Strix. Strix. Yep. yep. Okay. And that's a 5 8 by 24. You know, typical. So I can run this on the 762. Absolutely. Right. That's a 30 cal. Yeah, I gotta have one of these. And then for this our nice. our by 39 lovers, also we have uh, the Nocturnal, which is basically just a slightly shorter um, version. Yeah. But it's uh, it's brand new, a little bit different on the inside. They perform pretty similar in, in uh, noise reduction, but I'd love to see that on an AK. So they're just this just a shorter design yep. is, is basically what it is. So describe. So you got like this unique pattern on the outside. Uh, does that go into the the heat dissipation, or is that just a cool, nah, nah, that's just just awesome cool, design you came up just with? Just an awesome design that you know it's kind of fun, I mean, fun to hold. <laughs> I, I wish you could see the look on Lefty's face right now because he is literally like a kid Diabolical. in one of those little penny candy stores, just like. Ooh, and can't make a decision which one he likes more, and he can't no, put I'm them down. At, at all the, so I, I, I'm picturing my guns with these on them. So. Oh, I, it's oh, clear, yeah. it is. We can see that. Yeah. Nice, cool design. So one has a concave cool. and one doesn't have a concave yep. end cap. Talk about that. Um, I mean, just with the On internals. the 30-cal one. Yeah, yeah so the the, this, is, this is a newer, uh, this is like brand new. The shorter just, one. Just the, the changes in the internals just allowed for that to happen. This is just the original. Um, okay. Fine. So, gotcha. And these are, like you said, they are printed. Mm-hmm. 3D printed. 3D printed, and it's all one piece one with the piece. baffles and yep. and yep. the outside and everything. All flow through. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> and so, prompt. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we have that uh, Strix uh, mounted on the M24 uh, sniper rifle. And our company has been training uh, Southeast Michigan Army ROTC cadets, mm-hmm. now going on five years. Uh, actually, this year we made the Army uh, training calendar, which is kind of a big deal Look for there, us. there, yeah. Congratulations. And, Thank oh, you. thanks. And uh, it's kind of our way. We're doing absolutely free. And uh, it's kind of our way to kind of give back, in a way, for those boys that uh, put on the uniform. Right. And but anyway, back to the can. It's just um, unbelievable. Uh, you can just sit there all day long and plink. Um, it's an absolute pleasure to shoot. Obviously, so you can't overheat it. Can't no. overheat it. Keeps your gun. And these are all clean. full auto rated. They're all full auto rated. There's nothing. There's no nice. gun out there that can beat them. I mean, they've put the Strix on like a, a 10 inch FAL. They just had at it a few shot shows ago. Yeah. Like, no problem um you know and then outside of this there are basically two other lines so we have the uh 14 by one you know ak threads as well as the 24 coming up as well as a nine millimeter can oh yeah which is very interesting talk about the nine mil you got coming it's made out of a new super alloy aluminum uh cerium with that being said it's so lightweight you don't need a booster put it on your pistol now it's so what? lightweight, you don't even feel it at the end of your gun. And yeah. how long was it? Uh, it's it's uh, yeah, about this. Yeah, four about, inches? Uh, yeah. No, I, mean, oh, five. I don't know, about four or five inches around yeah. there. I don't have one on me Give right me now. Give me the benefit of the doubt, are you? Okay. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> but no, it's, a, it's, it's Why y'all great. set me up like this? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the line for the AK, designated AK, um, um, cans which actually we're going to have a samples next week uh they're going to be marketed under hammer and sickle 
Oh, I like that. Hammer and sickle. Yep. Yeah. 7, 6, 2, That's and perfect. Are yeah. you going to have a little hammer and sickle yep. emblem on them? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, with the 3D printing, you can... Or just do the, the hammer and sickle as your pattern like that. Yeah, that we, we were strange. thinking, um, you know, for the hammer, it would have the hammer and sickle, but the hammer would be more... Raised. Um, It'd be raised while the, the sickle would be more subdued, Subsided. and then it'd be the opposite. Ah, yeah, so you can you get fu- you know you can kind of an anagramish kind of. Yeah, you can do all kinds of stuff with three. I printing. like the spiciness of it. Right, right now I think it's great. <laughs> I'm digging it. I'm always about stirring it up. So talk to me a little bit about um, you know, and we've been talking cancer quite a bit at the show, and I've seen a lot of different varieties and you know different ways that people are manufacturing them. Uh, you know, the 3D printed all one piece. What's the benefit of that as going to, you know, like one of those modular to where, you know, you can yeah. well, size well, it so, down, so, add baffles, reduce baffles? Yeah, I mean, basically with the size here, we're able to do more because we don't have to worry about an outer sleeve with baffles, for example. And we can get away with a lot more interesting, especially on the flow-through side designs, doing 3D printed. Yeah. Um, you don't have to worry about loose parts, you know? Yeah. Uh, or, or like uh, the actual manufacturing process, we uh, it's all done. You just you push the button, and at the end you just come out with the can that's already built. Right. So you don't know, have to have uh, that uh, the production flow, the management of the parts, and the machining process for each part individually. Like if we wanted to change some aspect of the can, we just you know type type that in, and our, our same machine can make that that different can. Yeah. We don't have to have a whole different production line. What about like baffle strikes or you know so people encounter stuff like that? So these things when we were when they were doing when they put the uh, the five five six Bantam the five five six K can here mm-hmm. on the M two four nine saw and they were doing trying to do burnout with it um, by the by the end there when the barrel was drooping down so much there were some baffle strikes but it didn't matter the Rockwell hardness on this being seventy eight um, it was almost untouched internally so it didn't render the uh, render uh, the can you you know ruined or right it was still it's still any, user because it's, it's serviceable like there, there's baffles but there's not it's not really like uh, with this design it's not a traditional baffle stack yeah so it wouldn't cut it's you know helical so if anything it'd be more of like a uh, end cap strike or something you know it it, yeah. it just wasn't an issue for us okay yeah interesting what about where people can go and check these out where's the website that we can go and check them out. We kind of—they're so new. You don't have not yet, but next week we'll we're going to launch that. Okay, but so, I inquire. Well, this is a this is an exclusive here to the Talking Lead Podcast. Yes, yes, and uh, you're lucky that way. All right, oh, but you can uh, you can contact us at the uh, Aptech Ann Arbor at Gmail. So it's Apt A P P T E C H Aptech L L C dot Ann Arbor at Gmail dot com. There you go. And when are you going to get the social media set up? <laughs> I, that's coming soon. Come on, Brandon. Well, you know, so these cans here, they're it's a fairly new launch into the civilian market, but, you know, it's we're, this is the first time we're bringing them over from the LE dark side of things. So we're, we're excited. We're excited. Yeah. So Jared just walked in. Let's do the gun. Hi. Hi. So Jared, <laughs> like, he saw these sitting on the table, and his eyes got really big. So these are 3D printed. That's a five-five-six. Full That's auto rated. I don't believe it. And they're made some, <laughs> from some material from Mars. <laughs> that we're saying. <laughs> right, right, right. And for, well, our, for also our female Jupiter. audience, we'll uh, dig some stuff up in the Venice. 
in Venice. <laughs> I, I'm a fan. I'm here for it. You're here for that? <laughs> is this missing baffles? <laughs> no. It's, it's well, helical. technically it doesn't have baffles. It's, it's helical. helical. It's flow through. Well, sir, if you wait for the podcast episode to come out, you'll be able to receive all of that information soon. Boom. <laughs> Carrie, drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> website will be up next so week. website coming <laughs> lead heads and we'll give you an update uh, i'm sure we'll have marco on again and he'll give us an update and you'll have all the uh, additional information so if you've got questions you can email me talking at gmail.com and we'll, we'll do a follow-up show yeah, yeah. and uh brendan brendan is the kind of overwatch lord so to speak overlord over this you thing, can talk so. to me yeah. <laughs> you can talk to brendan <laughs> <laughs> Well, that sounds good. So, Marco, we, we uh, really appreciate you taking the time to stop by here. Um, on with CJ talking about the Pioneer Arms. Uh, re- really appreciate you reintroducing us, getting that relationship going again. Yeah, that's the one probably uh, uh, good thing that I would uh, walk away with. Is oh, no, no, trying no. Trying to get those two guys, uh, you guys, together. So it worked out great. They've got a lot of new products. Uh, make sure you listen to that episode, Leadheads. And then uh, Marco with his book, The AK-47, Survival and Evolution of the World's Most Prolific Gun. Uh, you can get that at Amazon. We're doing autographs here, but I guess uh, people didn't bring their books. to. Uh, but I brought mine, and I got mine autographed. So. <laughs> twice. So two times, that's right. The only one that's ever been autographed twice. Exclusive. Right, so, uh, Exclusive. <laughs> when I move on. It's going to be worth like 25 right. cents Brent, or something. Brenda's going to be wanting <laughs> to get that from Maybe 50 cents. <laughs> so, we really appreciate you guys. I know you got to go, so thank you for taking the time. And uh, be listening to the AK Corner. Maybe we'll get Brendan on uh, to yeah. join us. One of the AK Corners coming I, up. I like AKs. Hell yeah. <laughs> he, he has a nice little uh, collection. So Oh, I'm sure. I'd be disappointed sure. if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure again, yet again, and uh, nice to see you actually live. So instead of the Skype window. Instead of the Skype in person. Yeah. And uh, so at the airport the other day, I got to tell you this story. Um, I flew in at the airport and uh, we were waiting on our Uber. And while I was waiting, I looked over and I saw this guy and I I was like, hey, it's Marco over there. So I was like, hey, guys, wait a minute. It's it's my buddy Marco. I'm going to run over here and say, hey. So I was running up. I was like, Marco! And the guy looks up. He's like, who the hell are you? <laughs> so, so I pulled a Marco uh, just like you did. Uh, uh, yeah, I had the same story at the media day at the uh, shot show. Yeah. So it was like windy and stuff and uh, kind of miserable. So we got our uh, truck, you know, food truck food and stuff oh, to yeah. go into that pavilion. And I see this dude sitting that looks exactly <laughs> like you. And the funny thing is, he had one of those camel like sweatsuits with the three stripes on. Yeah, the, I mean, they're just screaming Adidas jumpsuits. Yes, uniform. Which I've never worn in my life. <laughs> right. So I come over. I said, Marty, what's going on? He's looking at me, going, "What?" <laughs> it was the <laughs> exact same thing. And yeah. I went up to the guy. I was like, "Oh, sorry," and I ducked my head in shame. And <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, and that that story came to mind as soon as it did. I was like, "Damn yeah. it." Well, He'll appreciate that. So story. we got our uh, twins walking around. We somewhere. do. We got our doppelgangers running around. Yeah, so. For sure. All right. So y'all are, are y'all here the rest of the week? 
No, weekend. actually, we're uh, taking out today. Yeah, we're, we're going to take off. Yeah. Okay. We well, it's a pleasure, pleasure meeting you, Brandon. Yeah. Nice to meet you too, Marco. Thank you so much, All brother. Right. Appreciate oh, everything no you do with the show. Oh, absolutely, my and pleasure. We'll be we'll be nice in test soon. It was nice to meet you as well. These are fantastic. Nice I mean, I'm nice cans, right? Not yeah, nice cans, gentlemen. <laughs> nice cans. Thank you, thank you. Very <laughs> <We're> excited. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, yeah, we um, dedicated to this thing and it looks good. Feels good. Yeah, they do. Actually. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. You guys take care. Thanks, Marco. Talk Marco's to you soon. Out. All right, man. Thank you, Brandon. See you. Miss Carrie. Well, that, my my stuff isn't nearly as cool as talking about. What are you talking about? Suppressors, man. What you like what you're doing is important. Important, but it's not. It's important. Well, it is fun. I do have fun doing it, but you know, suppressors are cool. But then you get to meet awesome people like I Marco do. and Brendan. I do, and I, yeah. I haven't gotten into the world of, of uh, introducing suppressors to to my ladies yet. We're well, that's the next step, and maybe we can bring them into. Yeah. I mean, I would love it, especially the females into the can world. Like, well, particularly. Maybe I should say suppressors. It, well, again, you're always setting me up for. Tasting. Yeah, you missed our tasting that we did. We did really? some. We did some rye. Some rye tasting. Damn it. Bacon flavor, cucumber. Shut up. What was the last one? What? Kerosene? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was a wheat, just a straight wheat, non-flavored kind of deal. It was really smooth. It kind of got that little sweet undertone. Yeah, I think I could add that to my gas, a little additive. I'm pretty sure. Give me a little extra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the shots. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Bacon flavored rye. It was uh, it was amazing. Was it really? Vodka. Yeah. I'm a vodka Bacon fan. flavored vodka. I make my own. You know. Oh yeah. Do you yeah, make it out of rye? No. I mean. Taters. No, I just buy vodka and I throw bacon in it. <laughs> oh, okay. You make my own. Okay. Yeah, I don't like make my like, own flavors. Distill my own or anything like that. But <laughs> but yeah, I that that that's, was really that's intriguing good. to me to make it from rye. That's, yeah. I'm kind of curious. So. Well, that's that's the only way. That's the only vodka to, to have is rye. Is it? Oh. Yeah. That's the way to go. Okay. Unless you got an allergy, then you definitely don't do that. I, I don't know. I, I guess I'll have to find <laughs> out. one way to find out. You don't know if you have a rye? <laughs> I don't know if I have a rye allergy. I definitely I don't, don't, I've ever had a, it. I definitely don't have a bacon allergy. Definitely don't have a bacon allergy. Uh-uh. Clearly, my thighs are very indicative that oh, I do not have no. a bacon allergy. I said, I don't have a bacon allergy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> I don't have an allergy to cupcakes either. <laughs> I love cup. I love me some cupcakes. C- cookies, cookies over cupcakes every day. Donuts. I mean, keep. Eh. Is it lunchtime or something? Uh, it must be. What's we're gonna going knock off. Here? We'll come back here now. We're gonna go. All right, some we're gonna take a break. We'll be back. Fifty dollar cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure they're at least fifty dollars here oh, if they even have them. Yeah. Well, they only had muffins yesterday, so. I'm so. We the female. Yes, sir. Since last time we talked there at Shaw Show, <laughs> yeah, you uh, you've got some more irons in the fire. We do. Yeah, talk we, about that. Um, well, one of the things we're we're trying to to bring together is doing an Arm the Teachers event in Tennessee. Sir. What? Yeah, that's right. I've not been. This is the okay. kind of the first scooping so on it. Um, brand new. Because okay. I did, well, I don't have anything set on it yet. So we're trying to make connections and okay. and uh, work. Who are you with working people. with? I can't talk about it quite yet. So oh, okay. um, there's well, a, a major a major out. organization. I can help you out. Um, and yes, you will. Oh, don't worry, you will be. Okay. <laughs> when when everything is set and it's time to, to reach out, oh believe me, I have no shame. I will be okay. reaching out to you for sure. 
we are starting our Arm the Women tour. I think I talked about that briefly. We're going to be doing that. Mm -hmm. um, we were going to be starting it off in a different location, but we are now going to be starting that in Chicago. Chicago, Chi-Town. We were um, contacted by a gun club owner, um, husband and wife. They're amazing people. I was hoping that I could get them over here to, to chat maybe oh, in a great. little while because yeah. um, they're wonderful. Um, it's the Kaba Gun Club out of Chicago. Okay. Um, one of their big things is, is creating diversity. Um, and I mean, complete diversity like in the gun. Sure. You know, everybody welcome kind of thing. And I love that. They reached out to me um, to see if we, the female, would be willing to sponsor their uh, concealed carry fashion show and gala that they're having coming. And okay. I said, I will sp we, the female, will sponsor it, but only if you're willing to help we, the female, train the equivalent financial number, you know, whatever that looks like, what, what it would cost you to train sure. 30 or women or whatever for their concealed carry permit training for Chicago. Yeah. Um, single mothers, domestic violence survivors. And he didn't hesitate nice. to say yes. So end of the month, 27th, 28th, okay. we're going to be. And this is April. April. Yeah. We're going, we, the females kicking off our arm, the women tour in Chicago land and we are training I had nothing to do fashion debutantes apparently well no they, <laughs> the, that's a separate event so that'll okay. be on Saturday it's a completely separate separate event okay I had nothing to do with the, the selection I didn't want it to have anything to do with the selection because people had to apply ladies had to apply yeah yeah um, based on need and but because I would have wanted to give it all to them and we couldn't afford that sure. um, so they have chosen 30 single mothers, abuse survivors, um, that are ready to embrace self-defense, and we are giving them the two days, 16 hours, the two days Fantastic. of training for free. That's awesome. Yeah, this is the kind of stuff I want to do. You want to help me do that in Tennessee? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Does Talking Lead and Caltech want to sponsor getting tr women trained in Tennessee? I, I think we would definitely need to talk to See it. what I just did Kel there? Oh, look. Yep. Uh, but yeah, definitely up? us. Hi, Jared. Jared's going to join us. You're going to join us? Hey, Jared. Yeah, I just want to let you know that you're all good. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> did it? Did it? It's good. Did yep, you save you got that it. last recording? Yep, you got Woo! it. And uh, I, I'm interested in this conversation, so oh. I figured I would just butt my way right in here. Well, oh, I'm glad you did. Thank you. Well, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. I appreciate yeah, so, that. So this is this is the only kind of acceptable mans manspreading that we, we like. The inter inter oh, I manspread all over the place. I woman <laughs> look. To be fair, look in all the clothes, I'm, a, I'm a horrible woman spreader. Like I'm the like I stretch everything out <laughs> everywhere, bags everywhere. Like that that goes both ways. Yeah, and yeah. Women need to acknowledge that. So. But I can. From experience, I could say that it, women spreading is more enjoyable than man spreading. So. See, this is the thing, right? I don't know if you guys want to record this or take this out later. We just went off the rails. So, but <laughs> I want to tell you. So, I'm here there's for this you. whole conversation about Hello. you do what you want with this conversation if you want to edit it out, whatever. No, we don't do that here. So, teabagging, okay, right? We, we, you know, teabagging. We're gonna do teabag, right? But yeah. what does that look like for women, right? Oh, I don't know. So, it, but mm, so is know. it? Is it the? <laughs> I do. I will pause. Is it the? Like a woman, like drops. Well, hold on a second. I might, I might actually. <laughs> is teabagging good or bad from a woman perspective? And, and That's Carrie an exciting conversation. I came in at the right I time. Don't. <laughs> Carrie does not need a bullhorn there they are, whatsoever. So, are these the people I? in Chicago? No, you're good. We'll have. Um, we have Sean come in, um, or one of them. One of them. 
Come on in here. Do one of y'all want to come on and come in this talk kitchen. about the... Yeah, come on. Talk Welcome about in, the, friends. Join us. <laughs> that was good timing. If, if I need to So speak of the you devils. Know. No, you're good. Okay. You're good. Why, you want to you wanna talk or do you want Pam to talk? Why we, uh, why we have I'm Marty. We're going to talk about the event. Oh, sure, sure. Just move my bag out. We were just talking about you guys. See, I'm woman spreading. That's right. On the floor over here. We were just talking about this. She's got her stuff everywhere. I do. Sean. It's good timing because we were just having... Yeah, okay? I'm Marty. Okay. Marty. We were just having a horribly Marty. inappropriate conversation that's going to be edited out or not. I don't know. I don't know. May, we'll see. Put, put that in the bonus reels, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So. We'll see what happens. I'll take it. I'll publish it. <laughs> so so you, you've got your uh, their train the female going on. So arm, arming the women training arming tour. Arming the women we training are, tour. We are kicking it off uh, that tour in Chicago. Uh, with Kaba Gun Club, Sean here from Kaba Gun Club. Kaba, K -A -B -A yep, and your Kaba, K A B A. Yep, and it's the acronym for Keeping Bare Arms. Keeping Bear Arms. I like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Just kind of get up oh, on yes. it there. You can hear yourself in the. So we go okay. from yeah. Chicago, then we're heading to Northern California behind enemy lines. Perfect. Up to uh, Washington State, where, of course, I teach a lot. Yeah. Then we're coming Kind of enemy lines, too, still. Very much right now. Yeah. I mean, they just went real crazy up there. Mm. Um, then we're coming back down to Nevada. We just added Nevada during the week in Nevada. Very nice. And then back you need to, to hit Colorado, too, because they're becoming I would love to too. train in Colorado. Big I'm working commies. on some, some ranges. One of the biggest challenges I have, honestly, is ranges. I get a lot of, we want to work with you. This is great. We totally want to support what you do. So one of the biggest things you can do if you're a range is waive the range fees for us. Absolutely. And they don't want to do that. That has been my, one of my that. biggest obstacles. You know, do I don't that. get paid to do this, and I'm blessed to be in a position where I don't have to. But every dime that we bring in with a paying student goes back into a fund to help sure. women that can't afford training. So we are literally well, women I mean, that's helping the whole, women. Come to the Salt Lake. We'll, benefit we'll, of a nonprofit. Right? I love Utah. Come to Salt Lake. We'll you don't have to tell me twice. I love Utah. Sponsor your range fees, or I'll uh, work with one of my contacts there to get you a, Thank a range you. for free. That yeah. that means yeah. a lot to me. And to Cobalt down south. She's going to Tennessee first. Whatever. Yeah, that's an arm the teachers event. Although I would love look. I'd buy property and I'd buy more property. I love Tennessee. There you go. Love Tennessee. I can help you out with that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a real estate agent? Uh, I know some people. You know, you dabble? Yeah. <laughs> maybe 20 years. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I I've been something. in real estate for 20 years. I, I, I learned something today about you. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's, that's the first tour. We're going to do a second one, um, and we're looking at Fort Worth. Um, maybe Colorado, Arizona. Yeah. Um, so you're moving around. So they can go to your website and check Live out. Live in my van down by the river. She's in the... Well, I'm not, I don't know. You, you don't want to mark yourself. Come on now. No, you don't know You'll who get I the am. stalkers. Totally gray out there. You wouldn't know. Wouldn't even know me on the road. <laughs> okay. So, All right. that by design. But let's let's get back to Chicago. Yeah, so the Chicago got, event. That's the big one. Kaba here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, uh, the event we're doing, we're actually kicking off in Chicago. Uh, I met Carrie down at the IV, uh, the 88, the 88 event, and uh, she wanted to do a, a class for uh, for women, and uh, I said, well, yeah, we can put something together. So, you know, we got in touch with each other, and uh, she said, uh, well, uh, I'd like to sponsor an event, but but <laughs> <laughs> this is what I want to happen. Yeah. I said, uh, I would like to train some women, you know, free in Chicago. I said, good deal. I said, I said it's a done deal. So uh, we put it together. Uh, it's gonna, uh, that's going to take place April 27th and uh, 28th of this month uh, in Chicago. Uh, right now we have uh, 34 women signed up for it. Nice. Yeah. It's going to be a big class. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. I've got lots of great assistant instructors. Yeah. Yes. I'll be leading the class. And yeah. Very nice. Yep. So it's going to be a women-led class, but men instructors in the back to help out. 
Nice. Yeah, so it's going to be a pretty dope event. And then that Saturday, we're actually doing a two-way banquet in a concealed carry fashion show. Yeah, she was telling us about that. That sounds sounds pretty dope. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be pretty yeah. cool. So some people are going to get to show how they carry men and women. You know, now, are you going to use Carrie as a model? Uh, well, I asked her if she wanted to be a model, and she was like, I don't know. I just want to come in. So it's up to her if she wants to be a model. The spot Come on, Carrie. No, Do you know, it for the cause. It's not. This isn't about me the up there. Yeah. You know, I'm, a, I'm speaking at well, the event. I know, exactly. I'm it's a speaker the at the banquet. I mean, I will. I told them if they need a backup, I'll do it, you know. But it's, yeah, you know, it's, right. this isn't, a, that's not about me. This is about the women. I, you know, it's, I'm I speaking understand. and doing the teaching. That's, that's enough. Okay, know. whatever. They'd be sick of me Sounds by like then. a cop out to me, but whatever. It is what it is. Look, Look yeah, since yeah. she sponsored the Look, event. I can bring it. Like, yeah. that's not the issue. But, <laughs> but, you know, I ain't even sweating that. That's just, I mean, I come from the, that industry for 30 years, you know. That was, right. I lived in that beauty and fashion industry. But, you know, done, there's, this is an opportunity for, uh, to, for us to, to highlight and showcase other women. And of course. that's what matters to me more. Okay, whatever. There's a Stop lot out. of new women in the industry right now. A lot. A lot. And I'm here for it. Like Not I'm, just I'm like women. Oprah. There's just a lot of new people. Oh, it is. In and I'm like Oprah. Like give everybody. everybody we like to see. Right. Yeah. We like to see. You know, a lot of them being. Yeah. The majority of them probably being women. Yeah. The big. The big thing is that uh, it's okay for everybody to get into guns, but my biggest thing is that if you're going to get into a train. Yeah. You know what you're doing. Yeah, know don't, what you're getting into. Absolutely. Don't, don't because you may not, you may decide you don't want to get into it. Right. And the only way you're going to decide that is that's if right. you go and take a course yeah. and train. And that's okay. Yeah. And, and you know what? And if you're not, that's okay. okay. But at least you've taken the opportunity to educate yourself as opposed to just uh, dismissing pushing it based away on through, ignorance. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so, yeah. you know, a firearm isn't for, especially for women, you know. Uh, some women have had guns held to their heads. You know, these are the women I work with, right? So they've had negative experiences with guns in, in some capacity. Um, uh, you know, even, you know, grandpa handing them a three fifty seven when they're six years old, knocking them on their butt and laughing at them. They don't realize sometimes that can affect them later in life. And yeah. they don't even realize it. So a gun isn't for everybody. It's my choice. But we want to make sure but we, you that found that out about to go in and training and right and, and you don't and you don't know so we want yeah. we don't want to exclude people either with that whole you everybody found needs out a that gun you can handle that responsibility correct and because so it is a responsibility it is a huge it, responsibility huge. and boy you know as, as mouthy and and you know obnoxious as i can get i tell you i have a lot more patience and i i walk away <laughs> a lot more than i ever did it's amazing how how much more bs you put up with when you start carrying a firearm in it you have to Oh, you know what? Where's your, where's your name at? I didn't have a name. Oh, you Sean. Get, the name wasn't on there. Tell me yeah, they again. don't come with those. Sean. Yeah. Sean. Yeah, so, Sean, good. tell Sean. me about, about Kaba, your your range, your store in well, uh, uh, Chicago. Yeah, well, what Kaba is, is uh, it all came from, I wanted to, uh, I was going to the range a lot, and uh, I wouldn't have anybody to shoot with, you know, so I was sick of going to the range by myself. So, uh, so I just bought my own. <laughs> well, I don't actually own a range. The, the goal is in the future is to own, own sure. a range. But uh, what it is, is is that I got with a group of guys and I said, look, we need to start a club to where like-minded guys and women can get together. A diverse group, men, women, white, black, whatever. Yeah. You know, we can uh, get together and just have some fun and talk 2A shit. You know, so, Absolutely. Uh, that, so that's how Cabo was born. Uh, now, Cabo Sports came about is because me being an instructor, uh, I had a lot of students ask me about gear, mm -hmm. and I would always have to send them to different stores. Right. So Cabo Sports is the accessories part of Cabo. So it's Cabo uh, GC, which is Cabo Gun Club, 
Mm -hmm. That's the nonprofit, and then Kaba Sports, which is the accessory store. We just found these really cool suppressors from this Ruski <laughs> that was here earlier. <laughs> He's an American now. He's formerly he is, but uh, former Spetsnaz. You you might want to check out these suppressors. But can you not talk about suppressors around me? I can't own them where I am, so I. Oh. <laughs> well, there there's a. Oh, uh, there's I didn't realize there's that. There's a great state called Tennessee. Right. Just yeah. right next door. It's just right down. <laughs> well, I have family in Tennessee. I right mean, now, that's so. my, you just leave them there. Yeah, that's my. Now, all of my family is from Tennessee, so. I didn't. I didn't realize you couldn't own a suppressor. No, you can't. I, I learned so. something Chicago. today. It's hard to keep. Well, it's hard to keep track of all the. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculousness yeah. is what it is. Yeah, so pure oh. ridiculousness. So that hurts my feelings. Now, do you guys have I'm a, a sorry. website? I heard you where Jesus lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the social media. I just got into social media a few years ago. Okay. So the, uh, the me in, too. Yeah. So the Instagram is uh is uh, Kaba. It's K A B A underscore G G C. So that's Kaba underscore G C, and that's my Instagram. Yeah. So that's the only platform I'm on right now. Okay. Uh, eventually, it'll change. I think. You know, uh, soon uh, I'm going to be coming out with a podcast. Ah, yeah. look at you. Yeah, so so me and one of the Join guys our fellow two million podcasters. That's yeah. right. Yeah, and uh, uh, I really want to get into the concealed carry part of it, you know, uh, to really focus on that, uh, how, uh, how important it is to train uh, insurance, you know, things like that to cover your butt if you have to use your firearms yeah. and, you know, in self-defense. So. So all that kind of stuff is really huge, and to, to put a platform out there for people to, to, uh, to really he, uh, hear stuff coming from instructors. Right. So it's going to be instructor-led, but we're going to also have instructors on, you know, uh, like insurance people on, anybody who's two-way lawyers, you know, uh, the mental health part of it, so, yeah. things, so things like that. We'll have... Are you guys in, uh, getting involved with the uh, Walk to Talk America guys? Uh, Introduce them to... I haven't heard to heard, them heard, You know, I haven't heard of those. So, okay. Yeah. Right, well. So we'll have to get. They're the mental mental health aspect. They are. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. introduce you to Sodini and the crew. Okay. Yeah. So, do you want to introduce your better half? Oh yeah. Come on in here. Come on, girl. Don't be shy. My uh, my wife. She, look, she stands like, in nope. the <laughs> she, she stands in the background and say, "No, don't spend this. No, don't spend that. This is okay. That's okay." Yeah. Yeah, but but this is my that's wife your C, Pam. Your CFO right there, chief yeah. financial officer. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, but that's yeah, my wife that's Pam. Hey, yeah. I'm nice to meet you. Yeah, and uh, you know uh, what really got me back into firearms? I, I, I've always been into guns, and I've been carrying since '05. Uh -huh. You know, uh, we lived in Minnesota for 20 years, but we moved back to Chicago, and we lived with her mom because her dad was sick for a little bit. So I never brought a gun in the house. And a few years ago, I said, "Well, you know, ask your mom, is it okay if I bring a firearm in the house?" Once she said yes, I started to get back into it. And then Pam started to show interest. So I never talked to her really about it. But once she asked the question, then that lets me know I'm jumping in head first now. So I got, in it. I got cool. into it. My wife, you know, my wife is into it. We do classes together. Even though she's not an instructor, she sits in on every class. Do you Very teach nice. your wife? Do, I, do you instruct your own wife? I was the one that uh, gave her, C, uh, you know, her CCO. You know, but. And, and she was okay with that well that well you, you know the strange thing is that i have a different kind of mentality yeah. i grew up around nothing but women so on yeah. my dad's that side sounds like I, a had, party. I had 12 aunts 12, 12 aunts and uncles on my dad's side 12 aunts and uncles on my mom's side right so but i grew up That's around nothing family. but women yeah. so being being able to be patient and things like that and understand that the way I teach and the way I have to teach her is different from how I have to teach a guy you're you're a rarity because most, most yeah, girlfriends or wives will not take any advice is, from their 
It's a naked other. Yeah, if, if they've seen you naked, then you yeah. probably can't teach them. Because you're the amazing. dude that's forgot the milk at the store and well, left the toilet seat up. I, and <laughs> well, 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 I think the reason why I can teach her is that when I'm up there teaching, she looks at me naked. <laughs> <laughs> so it took six years to get that concealed <laughs> carry, <right>. but <laughs> The reward after, right? Oh, yeah. We can be friends. Yeah, that's, that's good. I like that. <laughs> you know, th- then that's very true, and that's one of the reasons why we, the female, wanted to work with Kaba and Sean and Pam in particular is because he understands and it's not that I, I, I don't like which surprises people but I don't like the mentality that women just need to learn from women and there's a lot of reasons why that isn't necessarily true when you're working with abuse survivors ironically mm-hmm. um, we, we naturally want to think that we ought to work with women but sometimes women are still in a headspace where they seek male approval and will actually be more receptive to a man's voice hmm. It's, you get into psychology. I teach depth. My, my, my foundation is definitely more of the psychology behind it um, and understanding and reading those personalities and things. Um, and that's not a bad thing, but that's why they have to be the right kind of temperament of a man. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. the right personality and, and so on and so forth. And so he was a natural fit Just can't for be us. your significant, significant other. Yeah, I'm actually, my husband's actually great. I'm the one that doesn't have the patience like he's actually really great with me um i get not what are we talking about we still talking again mad at him yeah (laughs) i i I don't necessarily i I don't necessarily get mad at him i just get mad at the situation but i definitely like he's he doesn't get impatient with me it's definitely the other way around so so carrie for our listeners give your uh social meds and and website and and if they want to maybe get in touch with you and and organize if you would love to sponsor uh, we the female i mean ideally Right, sponsoring a concealed carry course for women in your area, um, to, you know, to give them the, the training for free. Um, that sponsor money goes back into a fund yeah. for financial aid because we pr- we we also distribute funds to other instructors. Mm-hmm. So women will reach out to us, say, "We need, I need instruction. I can't afford it. I'm a single mom, abuse survivor, whatever." We will find them an instructor that fits our criteria because we're very particular about our instructors, um, especially with abuse victims. You got to have a little. There's a sensitive nature with that. Um, and then we will distribute the funds directly to the instructor and have them then going to hold. So when sure. when people want to sponsor the class, it's better. Um, but if you have a range and you're willing to help us work with the range, any any help is mm-hmm. is appreciated. Um, you can reach me at uh, my per- my personal email is we the female. Oh, you're gonna give your phone number out. Yeah. Five 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 eight six seven five three nine. Real nice. Right? <laughs> I, I heard you were down by the lake, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, down by the river. <laughs> you can find me. Um, uh, you can reach my my direct email is we the female official at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I can also be found on Instagram at we the female underscore official, on Facebook at we the female. Um, I'm also Stilettos and shotguns, yep. 3.0. <laughs> so I'm on my third account. Nice. <laughs> on Instagram and uh, stilettos and shotguns on on Facebook as well. Very cool. So guys, go check them out. Uh, Sean. Yes, sir. Okay. I'll make sure I got it right. Yep. Carrie, thank you guys so much for taking time to be on. Appreciate and, it. And uh, seriously, get in touch with me about Tennessee and let's. Oh, I oh, it's going we'll see down what now. We can we yeah. do to make it happen. Yeah, I would love that. And thank and you for the get opportunity. And get in touch with Jared yeah. for. I will uh, be. Utah. Do you I have instructors in Utah? I don't. Oh, I need to get you some. I don't. I know I know the guys down at Cobalt, and I know that they've wanted to do some work with me, too. So I love Utah. I, I love it there. I want to spend a month out there just a hiking. A whole month? Just Come a month? Out. Just hiking. 
just exploring. Oh my gosh, you're gonna need a whole summer. That was down. Oh, I know. It's just beautiful there. I came over the mountain and went. Oh, nice. That's like 15 minutes from where I am. Really? Yeah. All right, guys. More coming from the 2023 NRA here in Indy, kicking it from the Caltech booth. Talking lead, ladies and gentlemen, has left the building. Hey, leadheads, White Settle with Seal One. Just here to talk to you and tell you a little bit about our product. Seal One CLP Plus is a bio-based, non-toxic product. It comes in a paste, liquid, aerosol, and pre-saturated bore-specific patches called Seal Skins. They all do the same thing, just different methods of application. The best way to use our product is to start with a clean firearm. And there's two reasons why I say that. First, you start with the Seal 1 CLP Plus by field stripping your firearm and covering the entire firearm inside and out, bore, barrel, everything with the Seal 1 CLP Plus. You'll see how easy it spreads around. You'll want to wait about 15 to 20 minutes, then you come back and you want to wipe it all off. So you see how easy it is to put on and remove. And the second reason we say to use a clean firearm is you'll find that it's not clean. We're gonna pull out more carbon that's been left behind with whatever product you've been using before. Okay, it takes about three cleanings. So I like to say a clean shoot, clean shoot, clean shoot, just normal usage before the Seal One CLP Plus has removed whatever product that you were using before and has seasoned the firearm. It's kind of like breaking in a cast iron skillet. And after that first cleaning, you will notice a difference. And with each successive cleaning, you will find that it gets easier and easier to clean. Seal One CLP Plus is a dry lubricant and is designed to work as such. You will find that malfunctions are virtually eliminated when used properly because the majority of all malfunctions are caused to carbon buildup. And with the Seal One CLP Plus, the carbon does not build up. Seal One CLP Plus is safe on all metals, plastics, composites, polymers, rubber, wood, and leather. Seal One CLP Plus is a one-and-done formulation. No other products are required or needed to clean and lubricate and protect your firearm. That's why we say Seal One and Done. Seal One is a proud sponsor of the Talking Lead Podcast and the Leadhead Brigade. Use the code LEADHEAD for a 25% off discount. All right, Leadheads, I uh, hope you enjoyed that line of interviews from NRA. We've got more coming. That's not all of them. we still got more great interviews. I think we got uh, one from CAA. We've got one from uh, the guys who did the shotgun for um, the John Wick movie. Remember them, Evan? Genesis Arms. Genesis Arms. We've got for that one and uh, a couple of more. So uh, we're wrapping up those interviews and uh, we're saving the best for last, so stay tuned for those. Now we want to talk Shootaw, the big Shootaw event. I was so disappointed that I did, didn't make it. I was this close like three days prior to it booking a flight and coming out there, um, but I couldn't, get, I couldn't get out of my commitment that I had. So sorry I missed it. Uh, I, we'll get you out next year. I saw all the uh, the footage, the postings that you guys were putting out. I was really jealous. Uh, you did a phenomenal job on the social media, getting the content out there. It looked really good. Uh, again, like it made me, you know, regret that I didn't go. But <laughs> had other yeah. had other commitments. So talk about Shuta. I know we talked a little bit about it on the the shot show uh, interview that you guys did, but just to recap kind of how this started, Tyler. 
All right. So um, I picked up Utah Shooters from a, a buddy of mine when it was just kind of a social media page. And he had started doing a couple of little get-togethers with people that he just kind of said, hey, let's bring out your guns. Let's meet up. We'll shoot guns together. And um, so when I picked up Utah Shooters, we we kept that but turned it into Shootah, which became more of a kind of like a shot show-ish event for Utah firearms industry. Started bringing in vendors and sponsors and Man, the first year we had maybe a maybe a couple hundred. Jason, were you there the first year we did shoot talk? Uh, I think I was there in 2016. Yeah, maybe maybe 150, 200 people. Couple hundred people. Yeah. Yeah, and slowly built it up out at a, a location, a dusty location out west, and then. But really, the last three years, I, I brought Jason on full time to help with Utah shooters, and with his help, um, we've taken it from a kind of a little mon paw, just do what we can, you know, in between my other business stuff with my wife. And now it's, it's, uh, I, I would comfortably say it's maybe the biggest public firearms range day event in the West. And, nice. uh, and this year so it was it, even bigger, I assume. Yes. Yeah. This is our biggest year by far. We, we could not have crammed another vendor into that space. Nice. Yeah, it, was, it was tight. Yeah. So are you using the complete range now, the entire range? Yep. Yeah. We're using the whole range. And when we came on too, the parking situation was pretty bad. And so we we built new berms and probably, I don't know, five acres of parking that wasn't there before. And so we've we've also improved the range so that everybody else throughout the year can use it um, and have a better space to come to and and obviously for our event it works a lot better as well yeah definitely. yeah so how many how many people have you got the numbers in yet how many people attended so i don't have an exact number but we do know it was over 12 1300 which tops last year nice and then and then there's about vendor staff you're looking at usually two to three hundred there so all bodies you know, we were over 1,500, which for, for the small space that we crammed, we shoehorned this whole thing in. I mean, it's it's like shoulder to shoulder. There's there's just, uh, which is awesome environment um, to have that many people yeah. crammed in, right? It doesn't feel like there's ever a lull or, a, you know, kind of a slow time. It's just go, go, go all day. Yeah. Now, um, are you guys looking, it sounds like you've, you're, outgrowing this this range are you looking at either expanding the range or finding a, a new home for it uh, we go, I mean, all of the above <laughs> yeah we we go back and forth because uh you know it, it was a fantastic event and i don't know if we could fit that many more people into this range uh so we kind of go back and forth on making it a a more exclusive event and keeping the, the, the count the same and having more opportunities for maybe a little bit higher price so that we don't have next year, 4,000 people, you know, coming uh, versus finding a new place and adding a whole bunch more logistics and a new venue that we have to deal with and, and, and you know, preparing for three to 4,000 people. So we kind of go back and forth on what to do with it because uh, at this point, in the location we're at with the amount of people that we have, we've got yeah. it down. 
Do you feel yeah, that yeah. maybe if you don't strike while the iron's hot, you'll you'll miss the opportunity to grow? Good question. I mean, yeah, all good questions, but you know, there's there's something to be said about an event where people are already engaged and they know they're going to come spend money and hopefully they're going to buy high ticket items from mm. vendors and manufacturers. So you're doing sales while you're there. You're letting the vendors do yeah, sales. I mean, and- people could buy firearms, uh, we, you know, science for shops, ammo or, gear, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All the stuff. So, I mean, it's like any other gun show, uh, as far as, you know, government entities are concerned. So firearms can be sold. Suppressors can be sold. It all just, goes down to that FFL, sure. you know, doing, doing their paperwork properly. But, you know, I think for Tyler and I, we, we talk more about how nice it would be to get more into doing events where there's kind of, yeah, kind of a higher, you know, a higher price of entry um, versus some like a tire kicker who's going to come just be a body that maybe took somebody else's spot and they're not yeah. really there to buy a whole you're lot You're saying of a higher price for the attendees? Potentially, but you know, okay. and, and that would correlate with things available to do at the show. To do, or maybe yeah. special pricing that you're only going to get there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So a higher price, but also more value is what is what yeah. we would do. So yeah. we would we would add features and add included things so that so that the vendors were you know essentially almost guaranteed to have all of these people paying for certain. Yeah. Uh, opportunities or whatever so talk about the opportunities that you guys had this year for uh, the attendees so this year we had uh we, we tried uh, our hand at what what i called the shoot off punch pass uh-huh. and that was uh it ended up being six opportunities to either have a shooting experience some type of experience or a couple of vendors released new product never before seen to the public um and others had shooting challenges that entered you into win uh, a special raffle. Mm-hmm. In one case, Utah Air Guns, I think they put up like a two, three thousand dollar custom air gun. Sweet. Um, yeah. So I mean, there was a lot of really cool prizes that uh, you know for fifty bucks. Um, it's funny how I came upon this. I was at a kids' carnival kind of a thing for the fall time, and I, my kids wanted to ride the bull, and the guy was like, "Well." you got to get the punch pass. And I was like, I hate you, but that's kind of genius. So I tried, we tried it at Shootah and um, the verdict is still out on whether, you know, we'll do it again next year. But, uh, you know, it, it provided a, a unique opportunity for people to go have exclusive experiences. Um, you know, like for one, um, oh, also I forget their name. Uh, Chime in, Evan, if you need to. One, the Flux Defense guys started another company, Antimatter, that has the uh, scope switch. You know, I saw that today. I yeah. made a post on that today. I was I was going to talk about that, but so yeah. they were there. So did you guys get actual hands on with that? Yeah. So they agreed okay. to have the scope switch as part of the punch pass, um, but people people got to uh, see that firsthand. How you can engage with an LPVO optic, uh, you can be zoomed out and then boom zoomed right in just like the video game looks like now you can have that on your rifle and it had been teased for weeks and weeks and their launch date was may 22nd monday right after shoot i said guys let's bring it to shoot and have that available and they were like all right let's do it so i was super stoked shout out to them uh ben and arius there at flux that uh they really embraced that as kind of the 
the celebration of launching that product and letting it be seen publicly. Yeah. So, really cool. Yeah, I saw it for the first time on – Travis Haley made a post on it. Yeah. And uh, that's where I, I saw it for the first time. So I don't know. I still don't know how I feel about it. I would have to, you know, again, again get hands-on with it and – and see, but it's cool that you have, you know, have things like that there that people can actually get hands on. And I like innovation. I don't care if it sucks, you know, if it eventually ends up being something useless, but the fact that people are out there trying new things, uh, I like that, you know, I like, yeah. I love that. So yeah, yeah that's absolutely. kudos to them. Yeah. Tyler, well, Tyler, if you need to leave, I know your wife, you know, you got to take your wife out for, for her birthday. So if you, uh, got some parting words while we continue, Feel free. Um, I mean, I've got a couple more minutes here, but yeah, Shuta was awesome. The the vendors and the sponsor really, sponsors really come through every year. We couldn't do it without them, obviously. People like Flux and R and R Tactical Silencer Co. A lot of these guys um, really put a lot of their 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 marketing efforts and their um, just efforts in general into coming out and showing off their stuff. We've had a lot of people actually um, launch products at Shuta, like first time seen to the public at Shuta. So that's really fun to be able to see that kind of a thing as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and the the flux the flux defense thing was was one of those this year. So yeah, it was awesome. You talking about the scope thing? Is that flux? I thought that was a different. Game. Well, it's the same guys, but it's it's antimatter. Is that? Oh, okay. Yeah, the Flux guys with the antimatter product. But, yeah. but I mean, shout out to Ben and Arius. Everything they come out with is genius. I don't know if you've seen the Snake Staff Systems uh, mini. Um, Not ringing a bell. The ETQ. Shout out to these little mini uh, tourniquets. Okay. So it's basically a small uh, cat tourniquet. Okay. And uh, there's all their feature rich. And so everything that Ben and Arias put their minds to, they just knocked out of the park. Cool. Uh, we'll have to talk about getting those guys on the show. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be, they'd be an interesting group to talk to. Yeah. I think that could be kind of cool. Uh, who else was there? Uh, I mean, first let's, let's hear our sponsor list. Yeah. Silencer Co. R&R Tactical, local uh, FFL out of uh, Utah here. Silencer Shop came in and had a big presence. They were awesome to work with. Nice. Uh, U.S. Gear Co., which is our in-house um, brand. I love that shirt the, with the We've jack got the jackalope there, Mr. Battlejack. We'll get you one of those. I love that. Yeah, yeah, we'll send you some swag. Sweet. And uh, we had J.K. Armament bucked up, amend to C.C. Bank, who I know you talked to at SHOT Show. Yeah, great guys. And, uh, yeah, and Greenlight Visuals, uh, who helped out with uh, a lot of our marketing um, efforts, and uh, those were the that's the core group of sponsors. But I mean, the nice. the vendor list is is sixty to seventy companies. I mean, there's a lot. There'd be a lot of people to shout out. Shout um, out! Just give them a shout out. Oh, where to begin? Where Tyler, to begin? Jump, jump in here. Um, we had, <laughs> gosh, we had Gun Gun Owners of America came out. Okay. Uh, I thought that was super cool um, that they would, they wanted to just come and, and talk to people and meet more people. And, and, you know, obviously that's what we're all about. So I just loved having them. Um, a local barbershop 
who's really... I saw somebody getting a, yeah. a little high so tide. They have an amazing vibe, um, just like a real throwback, like gentleman's sort of just with your beard trimmed up. I mean, that's you know, I got a little treatment done. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. that's nice. And uh, it was cool because it, it created this like really interesting vibe that you could come into the show, get a really awesome shave and a cut, and then go yeah, shoot guns. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we had Brian Goldstein getting his hair done, did, and we had a whole bunch of guys uh, getting all spiffed up, and then you know they're over shooting mini guns and, and M249 saws a minute later, and uh, I think some people might have questioned. You know, these influencers, they got to be, you know, they got to be looking tight. Yeah, but I mean, what a cool yeah. vibe, and, and what an amazing company. They're the Fellows Chop Shop, and they have four or five uh, locations around Utah County here in, in Utah, and uh, they do a lot to give back to the community and the veteran community and law enforcement. So, I mean, they're, they're the same, it's the same people that we love to work with. Um, so it was amazing to kind of find them and partner with them right before the event. They were blown away that we let them come to Utah. They're like... She's like, why did why did you say yes? And I was like, man, after I learned about you and had a chat, That's like an interesting twist. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're it's like we're cut from the same cloth, right? We all want to accomplish the same the same things. Yeah, I mean, so, people who shoot want to look good too. Yeah, you you need to. We can't look at like all bunch those hands. You know, that's that's what I try to tell people is like, you know, everybody's tied into the firearms community somehow, some way. You just yeah. you, know, yeah. you, you just you just gotta want to see it. A lot of people don't want to well, see, see that. And, and that goes to Utah as it as its root. I mean, the idea behind Utah Shooters is we want to see everyone who's 2A friendly. That could be a restaurant. That could be the guy next door that repairs vacuums for a living. It could be it could the be a bank. Like it those could be guys. a bank, right? Yeah. And so we yeah. that's what's like that's what's maybe unique about one of the aspects that's unique about Utah and what we're what we've put together is that our network extends farther than just gun companies and, you know, firearm-related companies. Yeah. You know, we'll, that's we'll, what we'll, I like seeing. That, we'll you know, that's one box. thing that I really liked about your event was, you know, seeing these outside-of-the-gun industry companies that were coming and taking part because, again, that just solidifies, you know, how welcoming and how big our industry and how, you know, our, how far-reaching it is that it goes outside of what people consider, you know, firearms, you know, stuff. Yeah. and. Uh, I really like that you guys are showcasing it at your at your event. Well, and I think yeah. it's important for the general community to see that, like, AR-15s are, you know, it's just another tool. It's just another piece of equipment that has to be, you know, you respect it and what it's capable of. But, uh, I mean, yeah, if your local barber is at a gun show you're, shooting guns. Your local I mean, banker, your barber, yeah, your it, it, you know, whatever. It helps it helps the general community hopefully to understand it like demystifies that oh maybe the media is full of shit and, and these guns aren't as exactly explosive well, and, and the people aren't how they make us out to be either it's not just the good old bubba redneck uh club everyone is is welcome in in our community everybody yep. everybody's welcome in our community absolutely well, hey, guys, I have to run. It's my wife's birthday. I got to go take care of her tonight. But I just want to say thank you for having me on your show. I appreciate you uh, taking the time, buddy. One last thing I'll say. Uh, if you haven't come to Utah, come next year. And for those of you listening, check out our social media. We've got Utah Shooters and U.S. Gear Co. Um, and we are going to actually be doing some events under both 
banners, U- Utah shooters, and some U.S. Gear Co. events. Cool. So um, we'll let uh, Jason fill us in on U.S. Gear Co. Talk talk more about that after you leave. Sounds great. Okay. Well, hey. Cool. Thanks, Thank I you, really Tyler. Appreciate, appreciate it, buddy. Me. Happy birthday to Thanks, Mrs. Tyler. Tyler. Thank you, guys. Happy birthday, Kaylin. See you tomorrow. See ya. All right. I understood. He's got to go take care of Mama. Yeah. Go show Mama some love. I wonder where he's taking her. Where's he going to dinner? I think he's taking her out to a steak dinner. Knowing Tyler is going somewhere real nice. Really nice. With a hairdo like that, you got to. Come on. Come on, son. (laughs) All right. So you were talking about the U.S. Gear Co., uh, Jason, tell us tell us about that company. You froze up. Yep. I froze up. Yeah. What yeah, was your last question? Good. Oh, okay. So I was just saying. Um, Tyler left us talking about U.S. Gearco. Fill us in. Tell us about U.S. Gearco. What what that is. What you guys do there. Uh, so U.S. Gearco is Utah Shooters Gear Company, um, but with the name Utah Shooters, you know, we're kind of hitting a you, you hit a ceiling yeah. of who really has any desire to engage with something that says Utah. And then for social media purposes and marketing purposes, the word shooter doesn't really let you get very far in, in certain tech circles. Um, so we, we, uh, we put our heads together and came up with U.S. Gear Co. Uh, put, a, put some efforts behind uh, some cool marketing and branding uh, with, the, with the jackalope and a I couple of different that. things. Yeah built into the logo that, uh, you know, speak to, uh, the West, you know, and, um, so we've got a, a line of cool apparel you guys can check out at usgearco.com. Is that Baja uh, shirt you're wearing? Is that one too? No, this is, uh, so I've done desert racing for a lot of years and this wow. was, you do overland. I, I, what's that? You do overland, overland racing. I, I do. I do, uh, overland. I, I camp for multiple days in my truck. Nice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's that's a little shout out to Kangaroo Racing. I've been with them for a lot of years, and we go race Baja One Thousand. Sweet. Um, but uh, yeah, US Gearco. As far as that goes, that's uh, we just we just wanted to create another brand that's tied to Utah shooters that has a national appeal without shoving Utah in front of somebody who has. Who probably couldn't even point oh, it out. Oh, I get it. I mean, you kind of just want to be kind of brand neutral to where it transcends all, yeah, all people. Yeah, and so right now the, uh, the you'll see in the store we've got probably thirty or forty local Utah companies represented with different products, um, and we may shift the way we do U.S. Gearco in the future, but it'll always come down to we'll, we'll always be working on cool apparel because um, really, you know, that's that's what we'd love it to be is, is kind of a placeholder for that. Uh, you know, if you've seen the picture of Evan riding his little crazy mini bike in front of our advertisement at Shuta, where it's like the stay wild, you know, us gear co really just the embodiment of just getting out, experiencing life, unplugging, just go, right. Just go, go adventure. I mean, you know, even in the overland community, it's like, don't worry about the rooftop tent or the, the expensive gizmos and gadgets just put that money into a full tank of gas and go explore the west or the mountains like get out go have fun you know i mean that's what so that's what the whole thing is about is just uh you know getting out and exploring get off the couch get out there and have fun 
Yeah. Yeah, so, I could definitely get behind that. That's like what I was all about, you know, just growing up, getting out into the mountains. It's why I own the the truck I own, you know, so I can get out and, uh, and be adventurous. You know, like you said, put that money into a full tank of gas. And um, that's why, you know, I love yeah. the, the idea behind U.S. Gear Co. And why I was so passionate about helping you guys. It's just one of the many reasons why, you know, I want to be a part of the, the U.S. Gear Co. brand. So, so you got some ready man um products yeah. on your your site um, yeah. we've had jeff jeff kirkham on the show several times oh cool yeah he's a really interesting very genuine human yeah he's a um, good he's a he's a smart entrepreneur yes and i if you look at all these products i believe there's only one that's not a true utah company which are the amend two mags but we love those guys and they do a lot of work with us uh to support our events and stuff like that but everything else here, bone dry, axle, um, ready man, uh, my medic, all that product, they're all Utah companies. Nice. And I would, you know, I bet there's a lot of companies that people don't realize are in Utah. Even Utahns are like. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot know, of specifically firearms related companies up that way. Too. Yeah, gun, gun butter. Uh, I mean, the list goes on. There's just, there's a lot of really cool companies here in Utah. Yeah. So I was going to say you were talking about the Baja. Um, episode 139, Talking Late Episode 139, this is back in 2016, we had uh, Jeff Benrud. Do you know Jeff Benrud? I do not. So he's an Army, uh, Army Special Operations veteran. He's a three-time, at the time, he was a three-time Baja Ironman competitor. Okay. Uh, so we had him on, and he was talking about um, – I think he was doing it on a, a motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, but that was a really good episode with him. So yeah, you, that's, you might be interested in going back and listening to that one. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, watching the guys on the bikes and the ATVs run the Baja, especially Iron Man. So Iron Man means yeah. he runs it 100% himself on, on the bike. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's pretty incredible to see. If you've ever seen the movie Dust of Glory, um, that covers the story of Mouse McCoy. Uh, at least I think Mouse McCoy's the racer. Yeah. Uh, he might be the director. Anyways, um, that's yeah, incredible and to know that anyone Iron Man. Yeah, and then Ricky Johnson. I mean, he's the two-time at the time. He was two-time Baja One Thousand winner. So we had nice. him on with Jeff. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's an amazing sport. You know, there's a lot of lot of work behind the scenes to have to make yeah. you know go in to make stuff like that happen. But again, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't think Baja 1000 firearms, but you know, it all ties in, and you know, that's what we try to do on this show is you know we get people like this. We get you know we had Andre Arvlosky on from uh, he was an NRA and uh, MMA champion. So yeah, uh, Carl Malone's been on the show. Oh, nice. Uh, you know, we get Jack Carr. We get authors. I've had, I don't know how many different authors we've had on. Um, so, yeah. Jack Carr also lives in Utah. Yep. He certainly does. Yep. When he's not in Hollywood now. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he's going to be buying a house in Hollywood soon as, as big I'm as sure he's he taken off. Yeah. I, I talked to him. I actually talked to him about your event because I had him on uh, just recently. And uh, I was telling him about it. He'd never heard of it, and uh, he was like, "Dude, I would, I would so love to go to that." He said, "But I've, I've got to be in." Uh, he just did his book release of his new book, "Only the Dead," and he's like, "I got to travel for the the book release." So 
maybe we could uh, get him out there next year. Yeah. That'd we'll get cool. you we'll get you and Jack Carr out there next year. Well <laughs> I mean if you get Jack Carr, that's a win. <laughs> we'll but I would out, love to come out there, definitely. We'll mount the we'll mount the fifty cal up on top of his uh Land Cruiser sixty series. Oh, I'm sure he would love that. Yeah, yeah. He'd go for that. No doubt about it. So um the the event, so what do you do? So we kinda of talked about, you know, you're not really sure about expanding it you're probably going to do another one this size next year possibly maybe upping the um you know the the offerings for the potentially i mean everything right now is in the air of what direction we would go i pull i pull the vendors with a survey afterwards of you know would you guys want to see a two-day event uh because really it comes down to the vendors i know everyone always says the customer is always right with an event like this, and, and I've done a bunch of events, um, but personally to me, I mean, obviously I want everyone to have a positive experience and that's not always gonna happen. Um, but really the vendors, if you can give the vendors and the sponsors the best experience, it's gonna translate down to the, the consumer, the, the attendees, yeah. the spectators, and so that's that's one focus that we've uh, we, we've taken that approach for two years now that we obviously want to have a good experience for the participant. I mean that's a no brainer. Yeah. There is no event without the vendors and and the sponsors. So you know trying to figure out like a really good balance. And you don't get sure. them without the attendees. So it's kind of a yeah. It's it's interesting. Yeah, it's a vicious circle. But I went to uh, last year. I went to an event. Uh, you. And our buddy Chad, Caltech Chad, uh, we went to Sturgis. There was a a gun event that happened, a range day event that they were trying to to, to set up there. And I mean, it's cool concept, great concept on what they were trying to do. And I mean, you couldn't get a better captive audience than Sturgis, you know, yeah. for for a gun event. And you know, I just think if they had you guys behind the the promotion and marketing of it, it would have done a lot better. Um, it was kind of a flop, but it was still at the same time you could just see how awesome it could be, you know, kind yeah. of deal. Well, and yeah, I don't know. We we figured out an interesting niche here, and it's it's expanded into uh, opportunities that I wouldn't have I wouldn't have figured last year. I mean, we're we're doing a private shooting event with uh, coinciding with a supercar group. So we're, cool. we're it's, yeah, private closed closed event, um, invite only to uh, a bunch of supercar guys. Yeah, and then we're, we're running the you know the gun side of things um, with uh, you know a lot of the favorites from Shootah with the full auto saws and the mini gun uh, Glock eighteen. So it's going to be really cool uh, to see how well that's received mm-hmm. from this from this group of uh, car car guys. And we're going to start to, you know, we want to do more events like that, you know, private events. I mean, NASCAR and guns go together great, too. Um, I've yeah. had I've had uh, several NASCAR people on the show, too. We actually, uh, once we sp- one time we sponsored one of the NASCAR trucks in the Camping World Series. Oh, nice. Had our logo on the – it was awesome, man. And he yeah. had he had an epic – an epic wreck too. It made the – Oh, man. It made the all the sports center highlight reels and everything like hey. that. That's good advertising right there. Yeah, yep. that was that was a good time. Enjoyed that. Um, well, that's interesting. Yeah, we we've, we've got another event 
coming up in August that we are doing. Again, we're, we're looking to bridge this car community into the gun community and uh, raise a bunch of money for veteran causes. Yeah. And, uh, so we've got, we've got drag racing, drift car ride-alongs, go-karting, gun vendors, supercars. I'm working on getting some helicopters uh, to have a static display, uh, you know, like an Apache and maybe a Blackhawk from the National Guard. Yeah. Monster truck ride-alongs I'm working on. So they, this event in August, in like two short months, it's going to be like nothing – like nothing that people have is this seen. an open to the public kind of deal too what's it called uh so right now we're, we're kind of in between names for a while we've been calling it blackhawks and bugattis uh because there's like two untouchable things that are you know it's just got, got sex appeal to it you know whether you're in the you know firearm military world or the car world it's like you know mm-hmm. just two just two untouchable uh, awesome things so yeah we may we may stick with that and we may we may change it to something else but uh yeah it'll be really cool and that's in august that's coming up a couple months yeah it's going to be out of the utah motorsports campus so actually uh everyone's going to hear about it here first nice because we have not released details about it we are the show for exclusives there you go that's your exclusive bombshell didn't let me down. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and where can they go get more information on that? Uh, nowhere yet. <laughs> That's the, so. I guess maybe maybe in the next two days. Uh, Tom's I'll digging. Some, I'll get something up so that. Uh, how about this? For now, hit utahshooters.com. I'll have some information posted on the uh, on the uh, landing page there. Okay, or they can email you. Get in touch with you. Oh yeah. PM you on the uh, social meds. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram, uh, usgear.co or Utah Shooters. Either one of those accounts. I I monitor those accounts and try to do them justice. Okay, cool. So So if any of you leadheads are interested, uh, hit Jason up, and he'll get more information on the race cars and race guns. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Hot cars, hot guns, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it'll be a wild event just because there's another there's there's not an event like it. So. Is there gonna be? No, I'm not gonna say it. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not gonna go down that road. <laughs> well, cool. I appreciate uh, you and Tyler coming on. Uh, Evan, appreciate you arranging it, setting it up, uh, yeah. telling us more about the the Shootall event. Is there anything else about Shootall that we need to know that you wanted to talk about? Uh, man, other than uh, just yeah, thanking everyone who came out, thanking the sponsors, the vendors. Uh, Evan was huge uh, for our efforts this year. Um, so it frees Tyler and I up to to go shake hands and you know talk with those vendors and those sponsors and do the networking be, that you need to do. Yeah, yeah, be available for fires to put out. But I mean, I'll be honest, my radio died at about. What I'm guessing was probably about 2 p.m., maybe even 1.30, and I didn't realize it. I didn't realize it for two hours. I thought, man, this thing's been awfully quiet, and the the show was just, you know, just working. Going on without a hitch without you. You're like, hmm. Yeah, because we, we put all the all the power in Evan's hands to just handle things, and if he needed if he needed me, come find me. But my radio wasn't working, and, and nothing was on fire, so credit to Evan. That's good. Did y'all have yeah. snow during this event? 
No. So all the snow was gone by this time? Well, yeah. we, we have record snowfall, as you may know, and so the yeah. uh, the range is situated right next oh, to Oh, I remember the, seeing the, all the the runoff that you guys yeah. filmed beforehand. Yeah, yeah it was amazing. There's a, there's a water basin right there. You actually have to drive over to get to the range, and uh, we were within 12 to, 12 to 16 inches of having water uh, get to a point where it could flood the entire range. But Wow. Thankfully, uh, it never got to that point. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. Yeah, and I just want to say thank you guys for letting me, uh, you know, run the event, and, and thank you, uh, you know, Lefty for getting us on here and getting the word out. It was an amazing event. I mean, from start to finish, uh, like I, I was very busy the whole time, but I was very thankful to be a part of it. I did get to take part. So AGM set up the whole after dark with uh jason here and um so agm does like thermal and night vision and uh-huh. it was awesome we had such a cool uh like cool events set up we had like a shoot house and uh people i think it was it noveski gel blasters um they brought in like three and uh, three on three gel blasters with thermal vision and you know we're going to the shoot house and shoot other guys with gel blasters oh nice and then they had airsoft and uh, utah air guns were set up shooting uh, night vision and then we're um Jason set up this whole ordeal with side-by-sides and you can drive around with night vision and there's guys in the bushes with night vision shooting at each other with gel blasters and it was wild. I mean, that was... This is the stuff I wanted you to talk about. Tell me what all was going on at this thing. That's cool. It was so rad. But it was hard to get a lot of uh, footage on that for like social media because it was at night, right? Yeah, but that just makes them, you know, you talk about it and let people know it's there and then they're just going to want to come out and see it. Yeah. Yeah, Experience for themselves. Let's break this down. So break it down. Four seat can ams, and uh, we had guys driving that uh, have uh, hours upon hours of driving at night in the military for some of their jobs that they did. So we, I trusted them to not, you know, get get in a situation of rolling a side. Let's kill side. people. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, let's keep it under, you know, I don't know, thirty miles an hour, but. Uh, the participants, you know, they go out in groups of three uh, in in these side by sides. We had six guys in the hills, kind of in the trees and bushes, and everyone's shooting tracer rounds. So under night vision, you just see a whole lot of uh, you yeah. know, tracer rounds going back and forth. Um, the, the attendees in the side-by-sides had airsoft, and then the, the guys, the enemy combatants in the bushes, they had gel blasters. So that way there's... So what's know, a gel blaster? They're like these little water BBs that just kind of explode on impact and... It's just like, like a paintball. Yeah, yeah, it's but like yeah, paintball. But scale a paintball down like by a hundred times. Okay. Yeah. And the way yeah, it, you know, they don't hurt at all. Yeah, they don't. They don't really hurt unless you get shot in the eye. Let's say. Right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that's why you wear opera. <laughs> that's what. That's why you wear tactical goggles. RX goggles. Yeah, yeah. really tight wraparounds or goggles. I'm going to recommend. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, definitely. But uh, I, I tell you, we. The greatest compliment that I can get as an event coordinator of you know pulling this thing off is from some of these national brands that have come out to shoot talk for their first time, particularly this year. Uh, a couple of stuck it out for the night shoot, and uh, they pulled me aside and just said, "We go to these shows all year, and nothing compares to this. And this is the best show we've. This is now our favorite show. Nice." You know, and, and I'm, thir- I'm. This is my third year of kind of creating 
Utah into what it is. So it's really, you know, it's, it's awesome to hear. That's the best thing. That's the best compliment I can get is from these vendors who are like, hey, we, we go to these shows. For I mean, you can't get a better endorsement and, than from, uh, you know, from a vendor because they do. They go to these things all yeah. year round. And, and, and I, you know, I worry about some of these companies put up a lot of money in, in marketing, you know, their marketing dollars into a sponsorship or just traveling, right? Just coming from a neighboring state with a crew of three to four people. You're talking food, lodging. Oh, yeah. It racks up. And uh, so to hear, you know, to get such a feedback like that, it's like, okay, cool. Like we should do this again, right? We, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's, uh, let's regroup and start planning for next year because now it sounds like each year you guys are raising the bar every year and, you know, bringing something new and different each time. And, uh, yeah, I'm uh, really sad. I missed it. You know, hardhead veterans comes up from Texas and and their feedback was, um, I think they put this out on their, their Instagram post at some point, but their comment was these, you know, Utah, Utah is raising the bar for the gun industry. And like that to me is just like, oh my gosh, like those yeah. guys are innovators of, you know, from what they're doing and, and they've got a really cool brand and mission. And so it's like that, that to me huge is a huge compliment. Yeah, it's a huge investment. Yeah, that's the coolest stuff that I can hear. Well, congratulations on a successful event, Shootall 2023. And uh, I can't wait to see what you guys are going to pull off for 2024. I know there's a lot of pressure now. <laughs> You just create the pressure for yourself, man. <laughs> Maybe we're shooting from helicopters next year. Oh, that'd be there sweet. That would be nice. Something like that. We gotta up this up the ante somehow. You gotta bring some archery in and do archery from the helicopter. That would be oh. that would <laughs> like be something. Grenade tips. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking. Or you, you do the jail tips on them and you know shoot people. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Don't listen to me. <laughs> so Give everybody again where they can go. You got uh, your website, your social meds for uh, Utah Shooters, uh, U.S. Gear Co. And if you've got something specific just for Utah. Uh, yeah, it's so right now it would be utahshooters.com, usgearco.com for our store. Um, and, uh, yeah, we've got our big event coming up, which may be called Blackhawks and Bugattis, and it may not. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out in the next – 24 hours so we can get something up there there you go um, but uh yeah and then instagram uh utah shooters and u.s gear co um best way to keep tabs on us i don't Ooh, how about how about these bullets and bugattis bullets and bugattis well there's one bugatti in the state of utah and i heard it's pretty hard to get but uh, <laughs> but we'll have everything else under the sun there's a lot of supercars here in utah so yeah see Cool. Just a suggestion. It's just a good name. I mean, how can you not love that name? I love it. You just got to come up with a logo for it. I know. That's where we're working on it. Got to get the logo for it. Yeah. All right, Leadheads, go check them out uh, on their socials. Go follow them. Let them know that you're a Leadhead and you heard about them here on the Talking Lead podcast. And if you're interested in the the, the yet-to-be-named cars and, and gun event, <laughs> go hit Jason up. Um. Also, go show all of our sponsors some love. Mission First Tactical, Seal One. Uh, I'm trying to get all the ones that use the same code here. Factory 47, Caltech, and Lockdown. Use the code LEADHEAD, and you're going to get a whopping discount at all those places. 20% at Mission First Tactical, 25% Seal One. 
Um, Factory 47, you're going to get 10% off. Caltech, you're going to get 15% off. Uh, and Lockdown, you're going to get 15% off. Kraken Cases, you guys go check them out. Go to their website. They're going to be in that big giveaway, the big three-gun giveaway that we're going to be doing coming up in the next couple of months. Use the code TALKINGLED. You're going to get 10% off at Kraken Cases. Go to Medicine in Bad Places. Use the code LEADHEAD or LEADHEAD20. I still don't know which one it is. I haven't verified it yet. But if one doesn't work, use the other one. You're going to get 20% off at Medicine in Bad Places. Uh, so go there, build a, build out your own medical kit for your house, for your car, for your EDC. They've got everything you need right there. Plus, they've got training courses that you can sign up for uh, across the nation. Defiant Munitions for your ammunition needs. Go to Defiant Munitions. Use the code all caps LEADHEAD. You're going to get 10% off. Uh, and some of the, the Memorial Day uh, discounts may still be in place. Some of these places were running even better deals, so... You'll just have to go to their websites, and uh, it's not going to hurt my feelings, you know, if you're going to save more money, so please do. Uh, as I've told you in the past, I get nothing from you guys using these codes other than uh, positive feedback from our sponsors. So that's how we show them love is that you guys are using these codes. They know you're hearing about them. You're buying their products. Uh, you're following them on the social media. You're liking their posts, sharing their posts, commenting on their posts, letting them know that you're leadheads. Uh, that's the way to do it. So... Uh, you want to support yeah, me? You go support them. I, I got to say, out of all the uh, podcasts and like um, affiliate codes I've heard of or discount codes, uh, yours are by far the best. Like the well, percentage wise, like the discounts you guys are hooking us up with. I appreciate yeah. all of that. And we've got more coming. Just just a little a little tease. We've got more new codes coming from some new companies. So stand by for that. Nice. Um, not going to say who it is yet. Don't want to hex it. <laughs> so, uh, Leadheads, um, go and, again, subscribe to our channel, too. I need you subscribing and liking my stuff, too, not just our sponsors. Um, yeah. I just I just signed up on Rumble. So I got, I've got a presence on Rumble now, and I'm going to start posting uh, videos and things to Rumble. I've posted a few there. I think I've got three or four up right now. I'm still trying to figure it out, but uh, I think I'm going to do some lives because you can do live from from Rumble. Uh, I think you do like I could do this whole show live, and uh, I think I'm going to do it on Rumble. So maybe when we do the announcement for the giveaway, I, that might be my first Rumble. So stay tuned. Yeah. I'll let everybody know uh, when and if I do the first live on Rumble. Either you guys on Rumble. I started a rumble, but it's yeah. a slow process and it's not very user friendly. It's hard to. Like, it is. It's like you got to uh, go to your computer to upload. You can't upload from your phone, and right. which I'd rather upload from my my computer. But sometimes you want to upload some shit from your phone. So, right. Anyway, I think it's yeah. just going to get better and better. But there are some really big um, uh, channels that are on Rumble, and they seem to be doing well. Yep. Uh, so uh, if I can do away with YouTube and tell YouTube to suck it, then that's what I you know, ultimately would like to do. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. If you've got a Rumble account, go follow us on Rumble. I need to get those numbers uh, going up. Again, I don't know how it works, but uh, go do that. Go do all the things. Follow us on all the places. Uh, and if you've got questions, comments, uh, you know, suggestions that you want, to, you want us to talk about on the show, AK Corner, whatever it may be, 
talkinglead at gmail.com. Always welcome your emails. And if you've got Jack Wagon nominations or Lead Head Brigade Hero nominations, uh, also email talkinglead at gmail.com. Uh, that does it, man. That's it. Great show. Jason, again, thank you. Tell Tyler. I uh, really appreciate him taking the time to be on. And uh, Evan, always appreciate you, buddy. Appreciate everything that you're doing. Yeah, thank um, you. You're awesome. So, Leadheads, until the next episode, as always, keep your loved ones close. And your firearms closer. And, oh, yeah, baby. And go get you some GearCo, usgearco.com gear. Gear Y'all got any di- discount codes? Uh, yeah, we can do. Uh, what do you, What do you normally do for yours? Leadhead. Leadhead. Yep. There you go. They, oh, have, yeah. to, they have to type it with the accent, right? Yeah, <laughs> with the southern <laughs> accent, leadhead. <laughs> you gotta get that. Get that in. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll do something. We'll, we'll do something for leadhead. I'll, I'll go put that on there. Tonight. There you go, leadhead. There's yeah, another discount code right there from US Gear Co. Let them let them know how much you appreciate them. They got some cool stuff too. I'm gonna yep. get one of those uh, those uh, jackalope hats. There is that we call them jackalopes. Yep, that's uh, we we named him Battle Jack. Battle Jack, I like that. There you go, Battle Jack and Bugattis. Bugatti, battle yeah, Battle Jack and Bugattis. I like. <laughs> I dig it. All right, Leadheads, we're out.